Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, you talk about one of the most impossible stories in recent NFL history. It is actually happening. I got to be honest, though, I'm a little bit skeptical. We will dive into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy right there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are hanging out with us here on a Sunday night, a beautiful Sunday night. Or listen, let's be honest here, afternoon, if you're listening in Hawaii right now, uh, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance visit geico.com for a free rate quote my man brady tyler quinn <laughs> did i get that right uh, jonas you did it's actually yeah, brayden that's my real first name but i will ask you how are you doing out there because as we got ready for the show bobo was telling me how hot it is oh yeah out in la right now he was saying yeah. it's so hot man i just 
I can't get enough water. I need some milk. You know, he was just telling me how, how, how hot it is out there complaining about it. So how are you doing? Are you able to avoid the heat? You got like a wet, nope. a wet cold cloth or something? Are you just sweating this whole thing out? Sweating this whole thing out. Uh, no, there is no wet cold cloth. There is no, the only wet cloth here is what my shirt is like after I'm done. I'm not kidding you. Yesterday was brutal. Uh, it was really, really hot. I'm already starting to sweat. Uh, and it's like that itchy sweat to where you can feel the beads of sweat go down your spine. Or at least I'm hoping it's that. Uh, that's what I'm hoping it is. But, uh, but you can use your imagination for hour four on that one, Brady. Quinn and voice that over the air, but no, it is brutally hot. Uh, but you know what, man? Not everybody in the Pac-12 country is soft. So listen, I I I feel like you know I feel like we can I feel like you know I feel like oh, we can uh, we can weather the storm and uh, and and you figure this there. thing out. I mean, listen, oh, man. Yeah. I, you know I I do feel bad because whether or not you know anyone actually is soft or not. It's a the joke. unfortunate reality is is they all look like they come off that way because of the decision made by the Pac-12, right. but. Again, it, it's it, there's a lot more politics that go involved. I mean, the state of California is going to have issues opening up anyway uh, to have school, to have athletics, and all those sorts of things. So you, you you can't lump everyone into that category. However, I will say this: you are a trooper, as is everyone else who's out there battling the heat. Best of luck to you during this tough time. It's not like we don't have enough going on right now. Yeah. But there is good news. There is inspiration. There is optimism. There is hope on the horizon, and that has come in the form. Of one Alex Smith yeah, of the I, Washington football team, Jonas. What a comeback. I mean, can we just give him the 2020 comeback player of the year already? Can we just over. give it to him now? It's over. The guy's, the guy's leg almost fell off. It's over. Like, I mean, he nearly died. And listen, I'm not trying. And by the way, for people that that aren't aware of this, first of all, this is a very sarcastic show. I'm just busting balls when I call the Pac-12 soft. Secondly, uh, his leg didn't almost uh, his leg. (laughs) No, no, you're not. His leg, his leg didn't almost fall off, but he did almost die. That's a real thing. They they contemplate, you know, um, they they, they contemplated cutting it off. One hundred percent. Well, but his his wife, but it didn't fall off on the field. That was no, what no, was no. It wasn't. But it wasn't like that. It was due to an infection. Yeah, a terrible was, infection. Terrible infection. They felt like they did the surgery right, and then the infection started. He started running a temperature, and about twenty four to thirty six hours later, it got really bad. They took the bandages off. I mean, yeah. it was it was so it was, bad. It was, it was it was I think it was a MRSA or was it some sort of staff or MRSA. Uh, I, I mean, it I, was. I forget. I forget which one it was. They, they almost had to amputate. I mean, that was yeah. how bad it got. And, you know, fortunately, he was in the right place, right time, right doctors, you know, to, to be able to save it and even give him this opportunity. You know this because you work with wounded veterans, and that's part of your foundation, the Third and Goal Foundation, um, and, and what you guys do in trying to make it easier for them to get around, get into their homes, uh, wheelchair access, all of that stuff, and you do amazing work for them, and you raise a lot of money and do a lot of good for them. But you know this in dealing with people that come back from war or come back for uh, fighting for our country or serving our country, they have to deal with what what are called bomb blasts, which which are, look, in you're out there in combat and you go through that stuff and it's it's different than a sports injury it's a bomb blast it's it's a completely different category above and beyond what you deal with in sports alex smith's injury was so bad that he went to the same facility where those are treated those bomb blasts are treated 
in San Antonio because it was far above what he was dealing with from a sports aspect. That's how serious this stuff was. He's having conversations with people, and there was an ESPN documentary on it, and they're talking about, yeah, we were trying to keep, to fight to keep our leg, live a normal life, and we just decided at the end of it, you know what, this is making life harder. Let's just go ahead and cut it off. That's how serious this was. And that guy just got cleared to return to practice? What am I missing here? Like This does not make any sense to me. No, you're not missing anything. I mean, obviously, this is a story of perseverance, uh, of someone being able to fight through all sorts of adversity. I mean, there, there's no other way of describing it. What he's doing is incredible. And, and you, have to, you have to look at it as, as nothing other than that. It is a miracle, an absolute miracle. And, I, and that's not hyperbole. That is the truth. Yeah, that he was able to come back from this. I mean, I can only imagine um, because you know I've dealt with injuries, right? You know, I've, I've torn a ligament in my knee. I've had a Liz Frank in my foot, broken my other bone in my other foot. You know, all sorts of other things. Uh, back, you know, back surgery, and, and I remember going through those days, doubting, like, would I ever be back to how I felt before? And like, I can only imagine the times where he had that creep into his mind. And he somehow was able to block it out, you know, stay determined, keep his eyes on the prize. And like and and, and just making it to this point is a Super Bowl. You know, I, I don't know that he'll ever have the opportunity to play in one or to start in one or be a part of a team that's in one. But this feels like that. This is like his Super Bowl. This is one of the greatest achievements that I, I think I've ever seen a player be able to come back from, especially if you watch the docu-series on all the adversity that he faced. So it's an incredible story, and, I don't, and we're not going to take anything away from it. I, I will say this. like He's cleared to practice. Yeah, I don't know what that means, though. Like I don't know if he can practice, if he's legitimately got a shot to play in a game, if they feel like it's safe for him for him to play in a game, I mean, you sent me the video that the Washington football team had put out on social media. It was in slow motion, and so you know what that tells me? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Because I need to see him in full motion. I need to see him a hundred percent, as does Ron Rivera, who's in practice, gauging him, watching him, probably gaining a sense for. If this is legitimately going to be a competition with Dwayne Haskins, or is this still coming back on his own at his own pace, and he'll potentially be there at some point to take over at quarterback once they feel like he's come that far? I'm not an NFL player, so I don't know the, the level of pain that you guys have gone through when it comes to playing. My only, my most serious injury that I ever suffered was a dislocated kneecap and I tore ligaments. And for a long time afterwards, I was hesitant to jump up and down because I just thought, oh, God, what if it happens again? It, Alex Smith's injury, man, on, on a keeper or, or uh, an option, and he decides to take off with it, if he goes to put that foot in the ground, plant it, and try and push off with it, me, personally, it would take me quite a while before I got over the idea of, oh, it's going to snap in half again. And I swear to God, I think that's a real thought that people have. At, at what point is he going to feel – because there's no – I mean, I just can't imagine – that he's 100% confident that nothing is going to happen. He's got a sort of a funky brace on that you see the video of his family celebrating. He's got a sleeve on with a pad that goes all the way up uh, his leg. There was, there was uh, pieces of his other leg that were taken out. I just, 
And you mentioned it. Look, we, we have no idea because we can't watch him. I, I just don't know what this means for his career. It's amazing, but I'm still skeptical whether or not that guy's going to be able to suit up and get out there on Sundays. No, I, look, I, I hate saying that, too, because it takes away from what is just an incredible story. But the reality is, you know, him practicing, him potentially being able to be there in some capacity is different than the Alex Smith that we can recall back from, you know, what, whether you want to go look back at, what, 2015, 2016, uh, 17 Pro Bowl years he had when he was with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it's, it's not, that's not the same player that we're seeing now. I think the other thing that concerns you, too, with, with, with you know, wherever he is in his, his progress or his comeback is if he's going to be put in a game, look, if you remember his style of play, He's the type of guy that he's not – look, he's not Lamar Jackson. Okay, that wasn't what his game was. No. But if you go back to when he was at Utah coming out in college, that dude could run around a little bit now. He could play – he could run the zone read. He could do um, the zone read with a little option to flick it out there in the flat or, or to a bubble when he wanted to. There was times, too, in games where he would take off and pick up maybe two or three first downs with his legs per game. And that was an important part – of his game in him being able to take care of the football, him being able to move the sticks, and him being able to win that field position battle. And it's one of the reasons why I think he was very successful as a quarterback before he even got to Washington. So if he doesn't have that element in his game, I do think he's going to be limited to some degree. I mean, again, you can go back through his years in Kansas City. You know, he averaged about. You know, almost six yards per attempt. Awesome. I mean, over five yards per attempt every time he decided to take off. And, and so that was, you know, that was a dangerous thing for defenses to have to think about and deal with. Hey, look, the uh, what was it? The game against the um, New Orleans Saints when they went the the Giants Super Bowl, the second Super Bowl they beat the Patriots in right. back in 2011. They actually Alex Smith almost took that Niners team to the Super Bowl because it was an overtime NFC Championship game. I want to say it was Williams who muffed a punt for uh, the 49ers or a kickoff return, thus giving the ball back to the Giants, who ended up winning right. the game in right. overtime. But the game before that, you remember that run that Alex Smith broke yeah. off? To, it was to like a, a quarterback it? sweep or something yeah, like that. Yeah, against the New Orleans Saints. He was right. awesome with his feet. Man, you go back to some of it. Like, look at some of his numbers and the way he played in Kansas City. He helped turn that franchise around. He didn't get a ring, but they were awful before him and Andy Reid got there. And he helped turn that organization around. He gets to Washington. They were in first place. I think they were 7-3 and three or at the, at the time of the injury or something like that. Or, or they were seven games in. But they were in first place in the NFL. FC East at the time, but so he was he was a quality quarter. That guy turned a bad situation early in his career to a really good one. He went through what seven offensive coordinators in San Francisco, something crazy like that. He got benched for Colin Kaepernick after a concussion. Then they decided to go in a different direction with Patrick Mahomes. Like he's faced all sorts of adversity. I just, I'm a, if he gets out there in a real game, I'm gonna like have one eye sort of peeled back waiting for something. And, and I shouldn't think this way, but just, I can't get over the idea of yeah. what his leg looked yeah. like to after the, and with the infection and everything that went on with it. I just, it's crazy story. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing is, is he's got a brace on it, right? He wears that sleeve on it. And I think that that leaves you more to be concerned too, where like some part of me, just as a human, I'm, I'm looking at it saying, man, like you got back, you can move around well enough. Like, just just take where you're at and and let this be good enough, you know, like like let this be good enough for you to be able to play with your family and your kids in the future. Um, there's a part of me that feels that way because I'm like, man, if you go back out there, you know, who's just saying that you're not going to suffer another injury? And, and, and look, maybe he's thinking in his head, what can be worse than what I already went through? Right. Like like what can be worse 
than I already dealt with. And to your point, you go back to 2018, they were 6-4 and four football team, but they were still, I believe, tied for the NFC East, at least at that point in time. So um, it's, it, it's crazy to think what he's dealt with, um, how he's been able to overcome, how much better he's made everyone else you know, out around him, no matter where he's been. I mean, you talked about you know, him sticking through you know, a lot of the tough times, the roller coaster that was the 49ers, and, and then them making a change. Same thing with Kansas City. You know, same thing now with, with what's going to happen here in Washington. I mean, he got them off to a good start. You can't take that away from him. Now it's going to be a question of what does this mean for the quarterback room uh, with, with, with the Washington football team? Because to me, I still think it's Dwayne Haskins' job. I, yeah. I do. This is a great I story. Agree. It takes your attention away from a lot of the other negative stuff that's out there right now about Daniel Snyder and the Washington football team. But nonetheless, uh, as far as 2020 comeback player of the year, uh, this is a slam dunk. I don't know that we've ever had as easy of a vote as we've got with this one. And let's be honest, it's not like Dwayne Haskins has really gotten a fair opportunity. I mean, he got a, he got a, some games last year, no, but there yeah, was a, there was yeah. a coach fired. I think he's not, I think he's had yeah games with the interim head coach. I mean, yeah, it wasn't he, like he even had the you know Jay Gruden, who's you know a very respected offensive coordinator. He's already on his third coach. So I, I for Dwayne Haskins' sake, I hope he does get an opportunity. Yeah, it's a great story. And look, maybe he. He never, you know, sees the field again. The fact that he got back to this point, unbelievable, man. I, I, I never thought it was going to happen. The cra- just a crazy story. Crazy injury, but awesome stuff. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, uh, a major decision was made in the world of sports, but was that decision made too soon? Find out what we're talking about next here on FSR. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that. And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This song sucks. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up here in uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we are going to give you an opportunity to beat Brady Quinn. All right, We are going to give you an opportunity to beat a Notre Dame legend. I mean, it's not going to happen, but at least you'll have the opportunity. Find out how. What is this about? I mean, I'm not even privy to whatever you just threw out there. Little surprise, little surprise for you. It's it's something you and I do better than than any show on this network. I'll just put it that way. I'll be curious to hear what that is. Yeah, it's good. I'm telling you. Uh, All right. uh, So Brady Quinn, I wanted to uh, throw this at you. If you ever wanted um, and, and to get an idea as to the difference between. Football out west and football in the south. Um, how about this? Or, or one? Midwest, for yeah, that matter. Yeah. How about this one on for size? The Tuscaloosa mayor, Walt Maddox, is requesting daytime help from University of Alabama police to crack down on large crowds at bars near the campus because a, a picture went viral on Sunday. So not only are they trying so hard to have a college football season in Tuscaloosa, they're now going to start doing uh, 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 check-ins from daytime police just to make sure people uh, aren't uh, you know, having a mimosa too close to somebody else. That's called really wanting a football season really, really bad. Um, that's not happening out here on the West Coast, and it's not happening in certain parts of Big Ton country, although they're trying their hardest. You got Justin Fields out there putting together a petition on social media. You got Iowa parents going to the Big Ten headquarters. You got players. Players taken to social media. We want to play. Give us an opportunity. What changed? Ohio State parents are pissed off. What the F, man? Why was the decision made between the Pac-12 and the Big Ten? And I'll start with the Big Ten because the Pac-12 just followed the leader. That's all they did. They didn't have the balls to make the decision on their own. They just waited until somebody else did it. Why, why, why was the decision made? Well, first off, I'm, I'm not going to go into specifics as to what the Pac-12 or, or the Big Ten uh, or, and why they made the decision that they did. Uh, as far as generally why, it's, it's out of liability. Okay, Kevin Warren, who is now the new commissioner for the Big Ten, he's taken over for Jim Delaney, who Jim Delaney did a marvelous job. As the Big Ten commissioner, he was one of the most powerful people that you will ever come across in the college football world. He was instrumental in helping the Big Ten become one of the more uh, profitable and highest revenue generating conferences because of the Big Ten network and everything he was a part of during his time there. Um, And so really, Kevin Warren is stepping into the shoes of 
from a business standpoint, somewhat of a legend, okay? And, and I think he was worried about this being a defining moment for his tenure, given it's really early on. It's in, in his first year. But I think he was concerned about liability, meaning let's say, for example, they play the season in the Big Ten or any conference for that matter. Five years down the road, we come to find out COVID-19 has you know, certain impacts on us long term, right? He's concerned about the fact that maybe there's going to be a class action lawsuit against the Big Ten, against each university, that they wouldn't, you know, they would have to pay out hundreds of millions of dollars to those who suffered from this, right? So that's the liability standpoint. And then there's the image standpoint. It's the, you know, if he doesn't play this year, in his mind, he's thinking, well, you know, maybe we'll have a spring season, but, you know, at least I know I'm keeping everyone safe. The problem with that is, uh, and I'm not saying he necessarily has to be a maverick or has to go out and, and go against everything. But in order to make your own path or create your own path, you're going to have to do some things sometimes that seem unpopular at the time that people look back on and say, you know what, that was actually the best thing for us back then. Or that was actually the right move, even though it brought on a lot of criticism at the time. Kevin Warren messed up. He panicked. He made a decision that you know, he thought was in the best interest of the Big Ten. He didn't take into enough consideration, in my opinion, the players, their parents, uh, the athletic directors. I think he only allowed the presidents or chancellors to weigh in and get their advice. I don't know that he got enough opinions. And the people I feel the worst about that got caught up in all this are all the hardworking people at the Big Ten Network. You know, I know that's not necessarily a a national thing for everyone, right? That's a cable channel that a lot of people probably aren't familiar with on the West Coast. But in Big Ten country, it's a big deal. You know, it is a huge deal. And there's hundreds, if not thousands, of people who then get laid off because, let's say, for example, they had the decision, you know, in their minds made up. You can still postpone, postpone for a couple weeks and put together a plan as to how you're going to cancel. The way this dude did it, he just cut everything off, and it left a lot of people out there hanging in the wind. Uh, and, and, that, and that's unfortunate because it was really unnecessary. So, you know, at the end of the day, did he do what was in the best interest of the Big Ten and the team and their players? I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. And I would actually err on the side if the Big 12, ACC, and SEC play successfully this year. It's going to look like a joke. This yeah. could be a move that instead being a defining moment for him in a good way could be the defining moment for a tenure for Kevin Warren that actually ends up being shorter than one that we saw from a legend that he replaced in Jim Delaney. And now there's a lot of talk about this new, what is it, the saliva test that they've come out Correct. with? Correct. The point of contact uh, testing, now the saliva that the NBA has been able to get. Yeah. And it's something that the Big Ten could have instituted and they could have figured out. And as you know, and that's another, that's another reason, by the way, Jonas, why he didn't need to cancel. We're talking about a decision that was made almost a week ago, and, and, and he could have waited three weeks. I mean, the Big 12 is not even starting till the end of September. You know, these guys have already been there since mid-June. They don't need a ton more practice time. You know, they're not playing any, they don't play any preseason games. So, you know, they're prepared, they're working out, they're ready to go. And so it's just, it's a shame that, you know, this commissioner and Kevin Warren has taken on an approach where he wasn't restricted by any state government. Not, not like at least the Pac-12 was going to be by Gavin Newsom in your state of California. I mean, th- that was ultimately going to be the roadblock that the Pac-12 could never get past. 
is your governor in Gavin Newsom was never going to allow this to actually happen this year. He was going to he was hell bent on making it difficult for student athletes to be able to play you know play sports or be able to, to participate. So that was always going to be an uphill battle. But I have a hard time believing that Mike DeWine or any other governor, and I say DeWine because he's the governor of the state of Ohio, Ohio State carries the flag for the Big Ten. I have a hard time believing that he would have won against these guys at Ohio State playing a conference-only schedule this year without fans. That was very doable, and it's Kevin Warren who put a stop to it. If the Big Ten was going to start their season on September 26, it's still well over a month away. How much more practice do you think these teams would need to get ready for that September 26 opener? Three weeks? Again, look, training camp's like a month. That's these guys have well over a month. That's what I'm saying. Well over a month. So, so he, in essence, made the decision a month and a half before or, or two weeks before he had to make any decision at all. If he would have right. just waited five or six days, this new saliva test comes out, and all of a sudden, Justin Fields, who should be worrying about trying to win a Heisman and a national championship, right. isn't going to Twitter to set up a petition. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling that this was handled this way. I don't understand it. I do not understand it. No, it, it's look, it's poor leadership, and I think that's what's happened you know, across our country. That's what we've seen through COVID, right? COVID's been really revealing when you look at leaders and people who have been patient and those who have been panicked and, and they've reacted in a way where they've literally just listened to some of the criticism or listened to some of the outside noise instead of saying, you know what? You know, we understand the research that we see. We understand what our, our doctors and our medical experts are telling us. This is what we believe in. Like kudos to Bob Bowlesby for stepping up after the Big Ten and the Pac-12 both canceled. I mean, he basically flat out said, look, that's not what you know our doctors, the information is pointing to us. And, and, a, and a little birdie told me, by the way, that Kevin Warren was resistant to want to listen to any other Power Five commissioner, their research, their opinions on things. He wanted to go his own direction. Wow. So again, you know, you, you hate to make a guy – a bad guy in his first year and, and you know in this position as the Big Ten commissioner, but I think he's gotten off to an awful start. And you'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's dealing with you know a, a tough decision during a pandemic. But again, unfortunately, it's going to look like an awful decision in retrospect if the Big Twelve, ACC, and SEC all play this year, and if those teams end up playing off for a national championship, he's going to be sitting there looking in the spring going. Um, I, I, I guess we're going to have a season. Oh, wait, no, the, the people don't want that because that's not safe either. So the, the whole entire thing uh, to me was uh, more out of fear and panic as far as his decision than anything else. And how about the fact that his son plays for Mississippi State? And I think that Kevin Warren was quoted a week before he made the decision to shut down the Big Ten. I think he was asked whether or not he would be, feel uh, okay with his son going to play with all the conditions and the testing, and he said he would. And then, like, six days later, he cancels the season. The hell, man. I, I just I, – I, I get it. I get the liability part of it. I, I understand all that. But, man – You've been on this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks in saying they're better off on campus. They're better off there. You're going to get better treatment. Had he just waited a few days, this new testing would have come out and none of this stuff would have, would, wouldn't have happened. The, the thing I keep going back to, too, because there's some people who say, well, these kids aren't going home. They're staying on campus. And I'm going, so wait, students are going on campus. Your student athletes are still there on campus. So what's the difference? Like, 
what's the big deal? Right. What's the difference? Right. Because now you're bringing in once a week or once every two weeks. I mean, if you look at some of these all-conference schedules, by the way, there's like three or four buys milked in there. I mean, they've got all sorts of room to kind of move back a game here or yeah. there or, or switch an opponent if there's an outbreak or they have an issue. You know, all these schedules have prepared teams for that. But if, if you're sitting here telling me that these kids are still on campus, that they're still subjected to this, this quote-unquote risk that we're talking about, and, and the only greater risk that they would be subjecting themselves to would be playing a team from within their conference – then you've got to explain to me how that's that much greater of a risk. Like, like a percentage-wise, show me the data, show me the stats. Like, how much more of a risk is that? And then to clear all that up, as you have pointed out, if you have point-of-contact testing, and these guys are testing before they ever show up in Columbus, Ohio, or Ann Arbor, Michigan, or wherever else, if you've already got that, what's the concern? If the guy <laughs> tests the day of the game and he doesn't have COVID, it's what's the, the concern? It's my favorite part of the whole argument when people go, yeah, but they're not able to socially distance on the football field. Yeah, but they're able to test. And if they're negative, who cares? It doesn't matter. If two guys are negative, their collision, like, like what is it? Do Rydell helmets all of a sudden carry coronavirus? Is, is that not how this works? You is, know what my phrase is for 2020? People have gone scared stupid. Like, like, that's what it is. They've gotten so scared by this that they lose logic. And so when you tell them, no, they have point of contact testing. So they could test the day of a game, determine everyone who's tested negative or positive, who needs to quarantine, can't be, on the, can't be in the game, can't be on the field. You know, they could, they could determine all of that. And people were like, well, what do you mean, though? Football, I mean, the trenches, the offensive alignment, the defensive alignment. You're like... No, you idiot. It's great. They're already negative. They don't have it. They're not going to get it from the grass on the field or the it's field the turf. Best. Like, it, what do you like, like? Do you understand the concept of testing? <laughs> it's the best. It really is the best. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, you will have an opportunity to beat Brady Quinn at something, but it's something that him and I do better than any show on this network. And in fact, I'll call it right now, better than any show on the planet find out what it is next here but for all the latest from around the world of sports steven desager good evening gentlemen utah guard mike conley left the nba bubble for the birth of his child returning to columbus ohio conley will miss the first three playoff games likely against denver monday wednesday friday all series have games every other day in the first round there's no travel after all houston says guard russell westbrook with his quad injury will miss at least game one against oklahoma city the nba playoffs start tomorrow denver opens the league schedule monday against utah a day game the clippers the number two seed in the west will play dallas in the late game tomorrow Marco Andretti are in the poll for next Sunday's Indy 500, delayed from May. Chase Elliott won the NASCAR race on the Daytona Road Course. Denny Hamlin finished second. And the golf winner was Jim Herman, who's now qualified for the playoffs. There's NHL playoff hockey in the first round tonight. Top seed in the East Philadelphia already out to a 1-0 lead against Montreal. The late game in a couple hours will have St. Louis versus Vancouver. Vegas, number one in the West, is up three games to none, but trailing tonight. 2-1, to one, end of two periods against Chicago. Earlier overtime wins for the Islanders and Dallas. To Major League Baseball, the Yankees are 14-6 and and winning again 4-1 over the Red Sox, bottom of the fifth inning. Everything else final. Oakland won again 15-3 at San Francisco. Dodgers won again 8-3 at the Angels. Colorado and Arizona with wins. Tampa Bay took a pair from Toronto at Buffalo. That's Toronto's home stadium this year. First they completed last night's suspended game due to the rain last night. And then that was a 3-2 final. And then a 7-3 
7-5 Tampa Bay victory in the nightcap. And Blue Jays star shortstop Bo Bichette goes on the injured list with a sprained knee. He's batting 356. Washington and Max Scherzer won at Baltimore 6-5. Philadelphia and Atlanta with wins. Milwaukee 6-5 over the Cubs in Chicago. Brewers have won three straight. Cleveland has now beaten the Detroit Tigers 20 straight times over the last year and a half. <laughs> Ouch. The major league record is 23 straight. Brooks Robinson's Orioles back around 1970 had beaten one opponent, the Royals, 23 in a row. This is 20 and counting. Cleveland won 8-5 to at Detroit. White Sox beat St. Louis 7-2. to The White Sox hit four consecutive home runs in the fifth inning. Minnesota and Houston with wins. And the Reds' home games today and last night were postponed against Pittsburgh after a Cincinnati player tested positive for COVID-19. The Pirates at 4-14, four and 14, worst in the league, already missed a series this past week at St. Louis. Back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. Thanks, Steve. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, a tweet has been sent out by LiveBetJesus. He has been red hot betting the puck. That's the not puck. true. He's won two Why in a row. Why do you say this? Two that in a row. That is not true. You're lying right he's, now. He's won two in a row betting no, the he puck. Hasn't. Betting on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Two equals red hot? Yeah, well, he's only made two bets this year. <laughs> in the year 2020 that's yeah. not true right. steve have you been drinking i don't i don't the year 2020 in yeah. august he's made two bets in all of these weeks of the show is what you're saying yeah, we I have mean, to that, do this every single week like we have to act like this guy wins on his no, bets and he's awful. steve oh first of all steve <laughs> what a bum steve desager said uh earlier in the year that it doesn't count until august you don't, that. That? No. you don't remember that? No. You don't remember that? I'm almost that. positive Steve said that. I'm almost positive. Now you know why he's yeah, called no Live Bet Loser. That. Okay. But listen, there we go. You, nobody calls him that except for Steve DeSager. Uh, and, and, and it's terrible. It's, it's heart wrenching what you need to do that. Yeah, By he's way, been red hot with the puck. That's two uh-huh. whole weeks in a row. Yeah. Is, Steve, is that can, even true, Steve? I mean, Steve, can we verify this? It, it, At least one of those true. was right. I remember it's 100% that. So one. We know one was right. That's all we really know. The other one could have been a push that he counted as a win. He did the same bet two weeks in a row. The under on, I think it was the Lightning and the Blue Jackets. Oh, I remember there was one under because it was still one short with an empty netter. Maple Leafs, Blue Jackets. He lost that one. Maple Leafs, Blue Jackets. He won two weeks in a row. It's true. I'm not not making, I'm not spinning yarns here, guys. This is uh, true stuff here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, Steve mentioned Bo Bichette. Uh, You know his dad's Dante Bichette, who had the most incredible home run backswing in the history of Major League Baseball to where he would drop the bat like he went into convulsions. I mean, it was, it's the best. My favorite bat toss and bat flip in the history of Major League Baseball, Dante Bichette. How about that? Little little 1990s baseball knowledge for you here, Brady Quinn. It's what I do. Are we live right now? Like, did that uh, actually know. make live radio? Who knows? Um, all right. Jeez. Let me just, uh, so you and I do something better than any show on the planet. All right. And what it is, is we talk the best trash when it comes to the NCAA March Madness Bracket Challenge. Every single year, you and I make threats. We ridicule. We bully. We embarrass. We tease. We taunt. We do all of this when we have our Bracket Challenge. But we didn't get to do it this year because the NCAA tournament was canceled. But I got good news for you, Brady Quinn. Fox Sports Radio has saved the day. We've got an NBA playoff bracket. 
We were robbed of this, but we will not be robbed of what we do better than anybody else on sports radio. All you have to do is go to foxsportsradio.com. It's our first ever NBA playoffs bracket challenge. It's bracket time for the NBA playoffs. You go to foxsportsradio.com right now or at any point over this weekend, so you're running out of time, and fill out your NBA playoffs bracket. You're going to compete against guys like Brady Quinn and other Fox Sports Radio hosts and fellow listeners. The winning bracket's going to get a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV, so check out foxsportsradio.com to fill out your NBA playoffs bracket. So, Brady, the big question is, where are you going to put that free Westinghouse 50 inch Roku TV when you win this tournament. What I was you? just going to say, I mean, you're talking about what people are going to win. They are winning jack squat, okay? That's because it's going to be in your or my living room Absolutely. when it's all said and done, okay? So look, we would love for you to join our NBA Bracket Challenge, right? Jonas will continue to keep throwing out where you can find it uh, because I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to waste your time telling you where to find it because you're not going to win anyway, yeah, okay? It is. You can try to join us. We'd love for you to. We always love a good flogging, okay, which is what will happen with with our NBA Bracket Challenge versus yours. So please, join us. Come be a part of it. Uh, come get your spanking, and then uh, you can just go on home after that. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a big fan of getting pistol whipped while picking NBA playoff games and series, go to foxsportsradio.com and sign up because there's not a shot in hell you're beating Brady Quinn or myself. Yeah, this is going to be reminiscent from back when you got swirlies, okay, in high school. So if you want to join us for our NBA bracket challenge, just expect to get dunked in that toilet and it flushed on you, okay? Yeah, if you hear a knock at the door and you walk outside and there's a brown paper bag and it's on fire, not only is there dog crap inside of it that we want you to put out, there's also Brady Quinn and myself and a picture of us with two middle fingers up, double barrel action right in your face, letting you know you got no shot in hell winning this bracket challenge. So if you want to come prove us right, go to FoxSportsRadio.com and get slapped. Yeah, and next, and now for all those guys out there wearing those whitey tighties, just remember all those wedgies you suffered too. Those are coming for you. Okay, this yeah. is going to be like the worst wedgie, the worst absolutely wedgie that you've ever felt in your life. We're actually going to rip those things out completely with our NBA bracket challenge. Yeah, come get beat up by the football team nerds. That's how this works. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, All right. Coming up next. um, Listen, if you do actually want to make money, nobody's hotter on the ice than Live Bet Jesus. And he's yours here at FSR. Is this Pearl Jam? Brady Quinn Jonas uh... Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. This is actually in a movie called Sing. My my daughter, my eldest, uh, Sloan, loves that movie. Huh. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you it's, like the it's movie? It's a good movie. So, okay, so you do like the movie. You were just using your daughter as the cover to, to you actually liking the movie. It's a, it's a cute movie. No, I, I enjoy it. And she gets excited about it, so that makes me happy. You know, she's happy. That's all you really want in life, your kids to be happy. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I do stuff like that all the time. I use, you know, my wife as a cover. Like, hey, babe, you really want another IPA? All right. I mean, 
you know, but when reality, that's just me that wants it. So maybe you just like that movie. Right. And right. Just it's just you that wants it. And somehow she's still with you, despite yeah. the fact that you're one of those guys that likes IPAs. Uh, language barrier. Uh, all right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up in uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, more surprises, more surprises out of the world of football. I'll bet Brady Quinn can't even guess what that is. That's coming up 10 minutes Ooh, from now. Yeah. That sounds like a very, very vague tease. I wonder I wonder why that is. Uh, just respond to the text. Uh, all right, so uh, Brady Quinn, uh, before before we hear from uh, Live Bet Jesus, uh, we do uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. Let me just say this, because we were talking about the testing and all of this stuff that's happening at college campuses and why certain conferences are, are willing to play and other conferences aren't. Have you? Did you happen to see Hard Knocks? Did you see the first episode of Hard Knocks? By any I, I did. The extensive testing oh and, and the measures that they're going through right now to make uh, it safe for these players. I, I don't know that I would have ever feel safer in my life than what I watched in episode one to see how everything from – they went, even went above and beyond. I didn't even think about this where you're not even allowed to open like a sliding door to get a snack or a water out of that out of that refrigerator they they have a thing set up on the bottom where you use your foot to pry it open i mean above and beyond if i were an nfl player who decided to opt out just because i wasn't sure that it was the safest thing in the world i saw episode 1 of hard knocks and i'm like damn I didn't know it was going to be like that. That I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen that much effort be put into making sure people were safe in my life. Crazy. Yeah, but but remember, I mean, for a lot of the players, the the sixty six that opted out, for those who are high risk, there's still really no point in putting yourself at further risk. You know, if if you've got some sort of debilitating, you know, disease or some sort of issue, that would only be worsened by by COVID. So, like, you kind of understand that. But for those that opted out voluntarily, you know, a lot of those decisions had to do with their contract. I mean, you and I talked through uh, a good amount of whether it was guys on one-year deals or guys who had guarantees tied up into their base salary. Juwan James was a guy like that. You know, you can understand from a financial standpoint. So, you know, I look, I looked at it, and my first thought was, okay, good. You know why? Because all those naysayers, all those doomsdayers who are like, how can they do this? How can they create a safe environment? How are they going to be able to do this? They just showed you how. Okay, They just showed you what they're doing to make it a safe environment. So stop freaking out. Stop being so fearful of everything, you germaphobe, and just go ahead and go on living with your life. Like, we're going to be okay. The players are going to be okay. Um, that, it sent more of that message to me, I think, than anything else. It's crazy, yeah. I totally agree, Brady Quinn. It's crazy. Are you waiting on something? It sounds uh, like no. you're like preparing for something. I mean, or maybe I don't know if you're waiting on like a score or. Oh my god! Okay, okay. Everybody, step aside. Time. This is uh, everybody, quick. step aside. This oh is going to be quick. You know uh, the, about that? Jonas. I mean, a paper airplane just hit me in the face. It, it was thrown so fast because we're running out of time here. All right, Brady Quinn. It is tonight. On hurry. the 16th day of August, 2020, hurry. I live bet Jesus proclaimed the pick to be Flyers Canadians under five goals. Jesus. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my day. day. So there is somebody in the NFL that's got a lot of pressure on themselves, a lot of pressure. Who's really to blame if it all goes bad? We'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy right there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Brady Quinn, how are you on this beautiful Sunday evening? I'm doing fantastic, Jonas. And look, I know you were a bit rushed at the end of that last segment. So (laughs) what I'd like to do is have you review for everyone out there. What was the bet that Live Bet Jesus just made? Uh, Flyers Canadians under five. Right. Yeah. So the interesting thing about that. Actually, let me let me. No, 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 no
We did some fact-checking, and what we came to find was actually there is no line at five. In fact, it's four and a half. And so, once again, as Steve DeSager has liked to point out, Live Bet Loser has uh, figured out a way of basically manipulating mm-hmm. this wow. system, making it seem yeah. like there was an over-under set at five, but instead... He was a half point. My off. sources said the over under was five before the game started, but of course, live bet mm. loser made the selection when the first period guys. was nearly over. It's hey, one nothing right. Philly end of that's one. Right. Guys, forgive me. Forgive me. Um, you are correct. Here's what happened. All right. What had happened was uh, I actually didn't see the paper was creased. Um, and so I was looking at the back side of the paper that said five. When I opened it up all the way, it said four point in front of it. So forgive me. That is just clearly uh, a mistake on my end. He lives Nobody with the Jesus. I just, I mean, it was rushed. So I, I didn't, I didn't right. actually look at the right. paper correctly. Right. A lot so. of excuses. Forgive me. Uh, a, a lot of BS forgive is what me. I heard right there. Yeah. All, all I know is that forgive once again, me. Yeah. The guy cannot help himself but yeah. cheat and try to find a way <laughs> you know, this to get just, wins because he's that. He's desperate. the Houston Astros of this show. You know, it's, it's like those. It's like those. It's like those. You remember Mad Magazine back in the day, Steve DeSager, where you'd fold the back of the cover and it would make like some design in the back of Mad Magazine. It was like the paper was folded like that. So once I opened it up, I got a clear sense of what the pick was. Just a just a simple harmless mistake. Oh, you know, yeah, not not trying to scam anybody here. Uh, just. Just, just a harmless mistake. I mean, and it makes me wonder, like, you know, was it was it that you know he was waiting around for so long for something to be played uh, that he couldn't that the line actually moved? You know, maybe you know, that's what's funny. What is that sounds like a huge excuse. If yeah, that is the that case. Like okay, so do we all agree that if it's like a three to two final in this Philadelphia hockey game tonight? He's a loser, right? That'd be five 100%. total. Hey, wait a minute. 100% if, he's a loser. No one ever knows when Live Bed Jesus is coming anyway. Who can say when the sound was supposed to play? That's that is a right. valid point by go. Bobo. Very, very good point. I guess I'll sort it out on the streets. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from these Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Damn it. Uh, all right. Uh, so Brady Quinn, uh, let's uh, let's dive into something what? here on. FSR. What do you want now? Okay, here's I just I would like to uh, I would just like to point something out to you. I don't know if you're aware of this because um, I'm a football savant. Some would say um, I didn't not sure if you knew that the Dallas Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy as their head coach. I don't know. If you mm, knew that I, I knew that the Super Bowl yeah. winning Mike McCarthy. Yeah, who won, won yep. the Super Bowl with the Green Bay yep. Packers. Um, got all the blame for why the Packers uh, had a rough go towards the end of uh, his tenure there in Green Bay. Never mind the fact Aaron Rodgers was banged up, but we'll forget all that. Um, but Mike McCarthy's now the head coach there in Dallas. Uh, he's got Dak Prescott, who's still waiting for his big time contract. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Patrick Mahomes got signed. Deshaun Watson's about to get a contract extension. So Dallas continues to wait this thing out, and the price just keeps on going up. But here we are, the Dallas Cowboys entering this season, all sorts of talent. They go out, they make another move, they add to the defense, they sign Everson Griffin, longtime Minnesota Viking, uh, really disruptive there for that uh, front line in Minnesota for a lot of years. And so... Dallas feels like they got a lot on their side. There's a lot there to like about Dallas. Uh, they add to the offense in the draft with C.D. Lamb. Feels like there's a lot there in Dallas. Uh, if this doesn't go well or they underperform again, maybe we can't really blame the coach who was there. Maybe the blame needs to go elsewhere. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Like, remember the blame that Mike McCarthy got for the Packers not doing better? Such crap. He, he, even though he had, what, a 650 winning percentage, had won a Super Bowl. Uh, and like you had mentioned, obviously Aaron Rodgers dealt with a number of injuries. The interesting thing is if you go back and look at them statistically last year, they were a really good football team, right? They were 8-8, eight and eight, and they were top 10 in most categories, like they were a really good football team as far as points, yards, et cetera, on both sides of the football. And so you're kind of wondering yourself, OK, like what's what was the disconnect? And, and I think if you're going to summarize it and try to make it simple, you'd say they didn't, they didn't play complimentary football. Like in the games where the defense showed up, the offense didn't. The games where the offense showed up, the defense didn't. And it was kind of that story for their team last year. And look, I, I don't know if that's a byproduct of Jason Garrett or not. But he's the one who took the blame. And and the interesting thing about this year is with all of the additions that they have, right? They signed Alden Smith. Mike McCarthy's raving about him so far and how well he how good he looks. They signed Everson Griffin. Mike McCarthy, very familiar with him, went up against them twice a year uh, during his time with the Green Bay Packers. So he knows exactly what he brings to the table. You already got Tyson Crawford and, and Marcus Lawrence. So this is a very, very good group up front to combine with a really good you know, linebacking core. As you mentioned, the offense, which I believe in yards was number one in the NFL last year. You know, they, they were as good as it got. Yeah. Um, you know, Dak almost for, for 5,000 yards almost passed for that. They rushed the football a ton. So they're a productive offense. They're a good football team. So what's the disconnect? And the interesting thing is, regardless of what the stats tell us, they had almost seven thousand total yards. They were number one in the NFL. It, it, they were ridiculous last yeah. year. Like it, it's a reason why Mike McCarthy came on and said, "I think I'm going to learn the offense. I'm not going to make everyone learn mine because this is a pretty darn good football team." But but again, there's a disconnect, and we're, they're trying to figure out like, why are we not winning more football games? Why are we just an eight and eight team? You know, maybe Mike McCarthy can figure that out. Here's the problem: if Mike McCarthy can't figure it out. They're not going to blame him, not in his first year. No. They're going to blame Dak. And it's a convenient excuse, but he's unfortunately the guy that, you know, is going into a monumental year in his career, in part because he's playing on the franchise tag. It's the most money he's ever made. But more importantly than that, he's really playing for that next huge contract. And, And I personally think the hard part for him is. If things don't go well this year, everyone's going to point to him because he is the next guy in the chopping block where they haven't had change. And so for him, more than anything else, forget about the contract for a second. It's about their team's success. He could pass for less yards, less touchdowns. Maybe his completion percentage goes down by a point. But as long as this team's in the playoffs and they make a run to the NFC Championship game, you will not hear people questioning Dak Prescott. But if that doesn't happen, if this is an 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, football team, and they don't make the playoffs in a year where it's expanded, I'm sorry, man. Like That pressure's only going to mount on one person, and it's going to fall on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. Yeah, the one thing, I, and I defend Dak Prescott because I actually think he's better than a lot of the naysayers say he is. I don't think he's a, like a top three to five quarterback, but I do think he's a top ten quarterback. I absolutely believe that. I think he should have gotten paid. I think they should have handled it. I think Dallas has butchered this negotiation all the way through. They could have saved themselves, who knows, $12, 15000000 million a year maybe, depending on what the final price is if they do get a long-term deal done. So I'm a Dak defender. The one thing I can't defend and I have no I have no reply to or rebuttal to is his struggle against good teams. 
I mean, that's a real thing, man. They put up nine points. Now, New England had a great team, but they put up if, – if you hold Tom Brady and New England to 13 points, you, you got to feel good like you're going to win that game. They couldn't win that game. If you hold the, the Saints to 12 points, you feel like, man, that's good enough to win that game. They lost that game. There were just times with the division on the line. They came up small against Philadelphia, and it's not like Philadelphia played really well, but Dallas's defense did play well. That's the one thing I, I can't I can't defend and I don't have an explanation for. And and I, I don't know that it's I don't think it's just as simple as, well, against weak competition, he puts up really good numbers. Man, in that playoff game against Green Bay his rookie year, it's not, they didn't lose that game because of Dak Prescott. They lost that game because Aaron Rodgers made a nuts-on-the-table throw to Jared Cook to get a first down, a, a one-in-a-hundred or a-thousand-type throw, and Mason Crosby hit, what, 250-plus yarders? Right. I mean, he right. played he his clutch. ass off. Dak played his ass off in that game. I just I don't know what happened last year in those big moments. That's, that's the only thing I can't figure out. So, I, like, again... I don't want to make it about the big moments because you're pointing out times where their defense showed up, their offense didn't. And that's what I'm kind of speaking to is there's other examples of where you know their offense showed up and their defense didn't Fair. in some of those losses. And so that's why I, I, kind of, I kind of harken back to they just didn't play complimentary football last year. And I know it sounds simplified, but you, know, you have seasons like that where you know the offense picks up the defense and the defense picks up the offense. But when you hear them talk about that, you know, that's the kind of stuff you're referring to. You're referring to those moments where, you know, hey, for example, um, you know, the Green Bay Packers, they scored 24 in week five against them. Green Bay scores 34 or the following week versus the New York Jets. They can't outscore the Jets yeah. um, or they, they, you know, they score 22. That was the Jets end up scoring 24. <laughs> that was a bad loss. That was a bad loss. I mean, but, th- but there are a number of examples like that, right? I mean, you can go to the Chicago loss You know, in Chicago. Their defense, um, you know, gives up 31. Their offense scores 24, and you're going, all right, like, what's it a product of? So it's, it's tough to put your finger on what exactly it is. They got um, again, there's just a disconnect. Buffalo a, buried them on Thanksgiving. They got hammered. Well, and Buffalo was interesting because if you watch the first drive, you're going, these guys are going to blow Buffalo out, yeah. out of this entire arena. And then, and then as the game went on, you're like, what happened? Like, they just all of a sudden hit a stall. <laughs> right. And that was it. So. It, it, it's. It, I'm telling you, it's going to be interesting to see how this team is viewed this year because if you look at their offense, they were sixth in points, first in yards. Their defense was eleventh in points, ninth in yards. You know, their pass defense was um, what was it last year? Second or excuse me, pass offense was second. The rushing was fifth. Um, you know, they're top ten uh, in pass defense. I mean, they they all. I mean, if you look at this team, I'm telling you, third down, they were both second in the league on offense and defense. The defense was top 10 in the red zone. I mean, every way you cut it, statistically, this is a good team. Like, this doesn't add up to 8-8. Eight and eight. But again, if, when you're looking at how this, these, you know, each side of the ball performed, they just never put it all together. And that was unfortunate for them. But again, that problem is now Dax. It, it, as much as we want to make it about Mike McCarthy bringing them together to get the most out of them, it's also going to be Dak Prescott's going forward. Because if they can't figure out how to win more football games, right, wrong, or indifferent, they're going to blame him. If we're trying to diagnose this, and you've been a part of multiple locker rooms all throughout your career, and we're trying to diagnose, and just your best guess, because maybe there isn't an answer, but if you just had to guess, gun to your head, you've got to you got to guess, what was it a year ago? 
because we ran down the numbers. Um, you know, you can you can isolate a couple of games, but maybe that's not fair to Dak Prescott. I don't think it was a Jason Garrett problem. I I I, I actually think Jason Garrett did a damn good job. Uh, he had I don't think he did he have any more than one losing season, or, or he might have had one losing season, maybe two losing seasons his entire time there. I think the year they lost Romo and they had a couple different backups. Four and twelve. Right, that was his one losing season. Yeah, okay, and and so that's why I, I I don't I think Jason Garrett did a better job than people give him credit for. Maybe it's just a, as simple as they're the Cowboys and they're not judged as fairly as other teams in the league are judged. And and I don't think that's fair because let's be honest here for America's team. They haven't done a damn thing since the mid '90s, so th- maybe maybe our expectations are just different because they're the Dallas Cowboys. But what the hell happened a year ago? Like, what? It can't just be the coaching. Is it chemistry in the locker room? If you had to bet, if you had to make a choice and make a pick, what do you think it is? It's tough because all of those things work together. Like when everyone's always oh, got to be this one thing. It's, it's got to be the just one thing. It's not that. It never is. Like it's always a combination of things because you know part of the camaraderie of a team. Not only does it come from the locker room and how close the guys are, but it also helps when you have a coach, you know, who helps enable that or creates a culture for that. So it, it, you can't just point out to one thing. Sometimes some years there's just a disconnect. Like it's just a weird thing. You never really have that sort of chemistry or sync um, or synchronization, I guess is the best way to put it, you know, with your team. You've got guys who are studs, you play well, but it doesn't equate to wins. Maybe individual production or individual performances, but that happens all the time. So uh, honestly, I, I don't know what to chalk it up to. And look, if I did, maybe I would be on the Dallas Cowboys staff right now because I would have walked up to Jerry Jones and said, hey, I know what your problem is. Here's what it is. Give me a job so I can help you fix this. Yeah. And trust me, like maybe that was Mike McCarthy's pitches to, pitch to this team. Maybe he knows you know, what they need to do moving forward. And that's what's going to be interesting to find out is, is it was it the disconnect of a coach in Jason Garrett or you know, are they going to be pointing the finger at someone else after this year? Because, again, it's not going to be on Mike McCarthy when it's all said and done. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, this is maybe the most surprising, and I don't even want to call it a statistic, but the most surprising fact regarding a starting quarterback in the AFC. Find out what it is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up here in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio, we will have another edition of the hottest and most interactive game show anywhere on Sunday nights in sports radio of Headline or Lie. All right, Headline or Lie is coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, we only have, now that I think about it, a handful of these left with the NFL season uh, less than a month away. Once the NFL gets going, there's so much football to talk. We don't have room for Headline or Lie. We only have a handful of these left. Do you think you might win once this year? Well, you're definitely not going to win one. Maybe tonight's your lucky night, um, depending on how much you cheat. But, it, you know, it's sad that we've got to potentially say goodbye. Now, we don't know. I mean, maybe there's some people out there, maybe some of those doomsdayers, if you will, who are rooting for the football season to be canceled just so that we can extend our, our, our you know show with, with headliner lie, Great which point. it is one of my favorites. And. You know, look, you did a poor job of, of throwing this out to our listeners, but if you want to call in, feel free hit us up. Just make sure you've had a few drinks. Just, yeah. just make sure you've had a nice little Sunday fun day, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and uh, nothing like a constructive criticism on the air uh, in an insulting manner by Brady Quinn. That's always fun to have to deal with uh, when you're just trying to get over the fact that your BO is skyrocketing as the show goes on. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Uh, you can team up with myself, a humble sports talk radio host, or a terrible human being in Brady Quinn. 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number uh, if you want to be a part of it. And as he pointed out, have a cocktail. Have a drink. Uh, d- don't, don't think so highly of yourself that you've got to be professional on the air. Just don't curse. You can be bombed. Do not curse. All right, that's all we ask. 877-99-ON-FOX. There's that, Brady Quinn. Um, 
This doesn't even seem, and by the way, before we get to this discussion about an AFC quarterback, I just want to let you know about Blue Emu. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, it works fast, and the best part, and this is my favorite part, you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended, odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging, no burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and most importantly, you won't stink. How the hell is is, uh, Gardner Minshew of the Jacksonville Jaguars, how the hell is he going into the season as a starting quarterback for the first time since high school. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy, right? It, it, he was it, good last year. Think, he was good. He, he was good last year. He was really good last year. It's crazy to think that. But, uh, you know, his days playing at, in Brandon, Mississippi, uh, which is where he's from, are the last days where he went into a training camp as the guy, <laughs> as the starter. I mean, his entire life since that point – he was under-recruited. He ended up going to Troy. He lost out in a quarterback competition to a guy named Brandon Silvers, who bounced around a little bit in the NFL, but you know maybe better known for some of his. I think he played in the AAF for a little bit, um, but you know he got beat out by him at Troy. He ended up going to, I believe, a community college from there. Played well at the community college, but also was in a quarterback challenge uh, when, when he went to the community college. Then from there, he went to East Carolina. In East Carolina, he was in a quarterback battle. He ended up um, getting to the point after a couple of seasons of unfortunately not playing really well enough to win out the job. And so he started looking for opportunities for maybe life after football. And he contemplated going to Alabama to be their backup. This is back, obviously, during the Tua Tungavailoa, Jalen Hurts saga, you know, not knowing what was going to happen with that. And he ended up getting a call from Mike Leach to go out to Washington State. Now, granted, he still had to win a quarterback competition out uh, in Pullman, Washington, uh, going up against a kid named Anthony Gordon who came out in the draft this year uh, but had a prolific uh, one-year career at Washington State last year. So, you know, no matter what, He's tried, and then obviously he was drafted in the sixth round and ended up, you know, getting to play last year and playing well because Nick Foles got injured. So it has been a crazy, crazy, um, you know, I guess football career so far for Gardner Minshew. I don't think it's slowing down anytime soon, but this is the one opportunity where he's, he gets to be the guy. And I think the tough thing about being the guy is, is when you haven't been it, you know, very often is you don't know how to prepare yourself. You're always, when you're in a quarterback competition, you're always focused on yourself, what you need to do, how you need to kind of improve and get a little bit better. And you're more concentrating on that day-to-day battle in your competition. And once you're the guy, once you're the starter, you've got to widen your lens and you've got to start looking out at the other pieces and how you can help them and how you can help out your offense, your coordinator, and you know how you can get to spots where you're more successful. You've got to figure out more ways of doing that. And that's going to be the challenge for him now is how fast he can transition into that train of thought, something that he hasn't had really like this before in his, in, in his lifetime in football, maybe not since high school. You know what I love that Jacksonville did? I, I, I absolutely love this. And I actually wish Josh Rosen and other quarterbacks who just really never honestly got a fair shake at, at, at getting a real opportunity to be a starter, I wish they got the same chance that Gardner Minshew is getting. The fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars – signed Nick Foles to big-time money and waved bye-bye to him. 
because they wanted to turn the keys over to Gardner Minshew. The fact that you've got a head coach there in um, uh, Doug Marone, who you know is on the hot seat, it was pretty surprising that that Doug Marone was kept around for another year as head coach in Jacksonville. The fact that even Doug Marone, who knows his job is on the line, he's still rolling with Gardner Minshew. And not only did they not go out and bring in big-name competition like a Cam Newton or a uh, who had a relationship and worked well with the new offensive coordinator there and Jay Gruden. Not only did they not bring in any of those guys, they rolled and stayed consistent the entire offseason and said, no, 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 this is your job. You are our quarterback. I love it. And and I think it's it's fantastic. I think he played well last year. People – Man, you could say what you want about, yeah, but, you know, he struggled. That's why they had to go back to Nick Foles. My ass. Watch that game. They were looking for a reason to go back to Nick Foles. That was the game in London. Yes, he didn't play great, but they were looking for a reason to go back to Nick Foles. And what happened? They went back to Nick Foles. He stunk, and they went back to Gardner Minshew. I think the, I, I applaud Jacksonville for actually sticking by him and giving him a real opportunity. Yeah, the last season was, I mean, it was a tough season with that roster. I mean, in part, when you looked at what happened when they made the transition, their offensive line started to uh, fall apart a bit. They really didn't have many, you know, many targets or guys to step up. So it was hard to find guys separating. And the offense ended up fitting, you know, Gardner Minshew's style, which is something we really didn't see throughout the course of his career, just his ability to buy time, extend plays. It makes some throws downfield. And that was what you started to see as he needed to at a necessity because of the offensive line and just with no one really separating, getting open, um, you know, out of the wide receiver position. So unfortunately for Foles, it didn't, it didn't really fit his style at that point. It fit Minshew better. Now the interesting thing is you've got Jay Gruden there, different offense. You're hoping that you're going to have an offense that's not going to be based, you know, based upon handing Leonard Fournette the ball a thousand times. And then basically watching Minshew scramble around to buy time and make something happen. That was essentially was their offense in the latter part you know, of, of last year when Minshew had to, had to take over and had to make something happen. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. So, yeah, no, I think it's going to be uh, – I'm curious to see how it works out. I mean – does Jay Gruden, does, do you think, I mean, is Jay Gruden, and I know a lot of people mock Jay Gruden. I think a lot of that is probably because he's John Gruden's brother. But I still go back to that year that Washington lost Alex Smith. They were on, what, quarterback number four? And up until, like, week 16, they were still in the playoff hunt. I mean, Jay Gruden actually did. <laughs> that, that may have been more of an indictment on the uh, division than it was yeah, necessarily but, you know, what the Redskins were doing or the, I mean, the Redskins at the time. It's just like we hear these offensive minds in football like Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan, and we hear you know a praise you know, heaped upon them. What's the opinion from people you talk to or just from things that you watch uh, on Jay Gruden as offensive coordinator? No, look, he's he's a he's a solid play caller. He's a productive offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, you can look at his time with with, with the Washington football team now and what he did during his time there. You could go back to his time with the Cincinnati Bengals. That's one of the reasons why everyone kind of assumed Dalton would want to join forces with Jay Gruden again. So, you know, I I really do think it's going to be a good fit for what Jacksonville would like to do and what Minshew can do. The problem is, is you know, you've got an off season where you don't have a chance to really install the offense the way you'd like. 
You've got a quarterback going into his first full offseason, doesn't even get to experience it, and really his his second season playing. And so, you know, you're hoping he can continue to grow, but there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of what ifs, and also in a season where your head coach could be on the hot seat quick. So it's just there's a lot of things working against Jay Gruden. All that being said, if Doug Marone gets fired, Jay Gruden's probably your guy as your interim head coach. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, we are going to play Headliner Live. If you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox. It is yours next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. The Boston Red Sox have lost six games in a row. They're losing at Yankee Stadium tonight. 4-1 New York in the bottom of the seventh inning. This would put the Red Sox record at 6-16 six and 16 so far. Yankee closer Araldis Chapman will be activated tomorrow after his COVID-19 battle. The Yankees play second baseman DJ LeMahieu on the injured list with a sprained thumb. He's batting over 400 so far, but he joins the injured Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton on the IL. Oakland, winners of four straight, got a win of 15-3 to at San Francisco today, so the A's record 16-6. and Dodgers are up 16-7 and after winning again in Anaheim, 8-3 over the Angels. Dodgers have won five straight. Corey Seager with a three-run homer. Now the next four days, Seager will play against his brother Kyle Seager. Dodgers versus Seattle this week. Colorado and Arizona with wins. Tampa Bay took two over Toronto in Buffalo. One was the completion of last night's rain-suspended game. Washington, 6-5 winners at Baltimore. Juan Soto of the Nationals had two hits, two walks. He's batting 425 in the week and a half since his return from a COVID-19 positive test. Philadelphia and Atlanta with wins. And Milwaukee beat the Cubs 6-5 in Chicago. Cubs offense went 4-30 with 16 strikeouts. Victories for Houston, Minnesota and Cleveland, and the White Sox beat Seattle 7-2 as the Chicago White Sox hit four consecutive home runs in the fifth inning, tying the Major League record. All four of them came off the same reliever who was making his Major League debut. The Red Sox, uh, excuse me, the Reds' home games are today. The Red Sox are on the road as the Cardinals are at least back in action. I mentioned they lost at the White Sox, but it's the Reds who aren't playing this weekend. They had home games today and last night postponed against Pittsburgh, but the Reds are are scheduled to fly to Kansas City on Tuesday morning and start a two-game series in KC that night. To the NHL, top seed Philadelphia still up one nothing over Montreal, about 11 yeah. minutes to go in the second period. St. Louis against Vancouver is the late game starting up in an hour. Chicago stayed alive, beating the top seed in the West Vegas 3-1. to Still, the Golden Knights are up three games to one in that series. Islanders with an overtime win. Dallas with an overtime win as well. The NBA playoffs start tomorrow, but Utah Garden Mike Conley left the NBA bubble for the birth of his child, returning to Columbus, Ohio. Marco Andretti earned the pole for next Sunday's Indy 500, and Chase Elliott won the NASCAR race on the Daytona road course. The golf playoffs, FedEx Cup playoffs, start next week. Today's winner of the tournament was Jim Herman. That qualifies him for the playoffs. He moves up to number 54 in the standings. So the three weekends of playoff golf starts in Boston this Thursday, then to the Chicago area for the BMW Championship, then the Tour Championship in Atlanta. Back to Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. Thanks, Steve. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, more details on how you can get slapped around by Brady Quinn and myself. Seriously. Like, if you're into punishment, if that's like a thing you're into, don't worry. Uh, You're going to have an opportunity to get smoked. And we will give the details here coming up 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, Brady Quinn, it's time for this. 
news. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. All right, here we go. Headliner lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here uh, on FSR. Uh, we are going to uh, go to the phone lines. Brady, are you ready? Do you think? You, or do you feel confident? You haven't won one of these in weeks and weeks. How are you feeling now? Uh, that is a lie. Uh, I, I don't know that you've won one this entire calendar year, and we're already in the middle of August. So okay. uh, best of luck to you, pal. All right, so here we go. A headliner lie. Let's find out who our participants will be here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's first go all the way to San Antonio, <laughs> where all they do is not make the playoffs in the NBA. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Luis is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Luis, what's happening, man? But I'm loving it. I'm doing good, Jonas. I drank a half a bottle of tequila just for you for this show. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, tequila and I don't work well together. It's just not a good uh, idea. It just, huh. it just, yeah, just doesn't work well. I don't know that why. It's weird. Um, all right, Luis, you can team up with Brady Quinn or myself. Who do you want to team up with? Oh, you're my favorite, Jonas. I got my you. Man. I'll join up with man. you. There it is, my man. Good for you. Yeah. Welcome to the winning side of things. Uh, let's go all the way out to West Virginia, where Jason is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason, what's happening? Hey, what's going on? Can you guys hear? Perfect. Yeah. What are you? Uh, not, not, what are you? Uh, uh, are you on top of a building? What's no, up, Jason? No, no, I'm right here in my kitchen. I'm doing. I was doing some dishes, cleaning oh, okay. up around the house. I thought you were doing like some keg stands or something. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if you could do us a favor, because I'm tired of getting yelled at uh, by our producers. Uh, could you take us off speakerphone, Jason? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. I just just don't want to get you know verbally harassed. <laughs> I was, I was doing dishes, listening to you guys on the speakers here, and I was waiting for the thing to happen. That's all right. More importantly, what are you drinking? I have a Big Timber IPA from uh, Oak Ridge, West Virginia. Woo! All right, nice. Big, big Timber nice. IPA. That's right up your alley there, yeah. Jonas. B- big Timber IPA. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Sounds like more than Jonas can handle. Yeah, more than I got too. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, all right, so this is how it works, guys. We are going to read our headline or our lie. Uh, yeah, toothpick. Uh, we a headline or lie uh, to each other's partner. You have to tell us whether or not it is a headline or lie, and then uh, we. Uh, if you were tied at the end of this list, we've got a tiebreaker question. It's pretty easy. Play along, and let's get things started. I will start with Brady's partner, Jason, in West Virginia. Jason, headline yeah. or lie? The Pac-12 has set up a hotline for people in the media who are afraid of the dark. <laughs> I will say that's a lie. Very good. Well done. Good start. Good start, Jason. Well done. All right, here we go, Luis. Headline or lie? Adam Jones receives box of signed Joe Hayden jerseys and immediately starts burning them, starting a beef over a clear shipping mistake. Man, that must be a lie. Come Damn. on, Luis. Come on, bro. One of the weirder things that occurred, and for whatever reason, Adam Jones took disrespect to that. Yeah, he, and, and he was really bothered by it. I, I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't try to like, sell them on eBay for money. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Why don't you just immediately start burning them? Um, all right, so Brady Quinn's partner, Jason in West Virginia, with a one-point lead. J- uh, Jason, headline or lie? A man was arrested for driving a lawnmower under the influence on a Florida highway. On the Florida Highway, <laughs> that's got to be a headline. This guy's good, Brady. 
It can be true, right? By the way, how about getting a DUI on a lawnmower? Yeah, that's got to be tough to do. <laughs> what a loser. I remember ours when we were little had like rabbit mode and turtle mode. There was nothing in between. Yeah, like like how do you get on that thing? Better yet, how do you have a beer holder on that thing? It's crazy. Perfect. Perfect. All right, here we go, Luis. Did you just have what? What just happened? Are you getting an exorcism, Jason? What's going on there, man? Hey, I'm a little crazy. I'm I'm living up in here. (laughs) Okay, your guy. We're running out of time here, Jonas. Uh, Here we go, Luis. Headline or lie? National sports radio show host offered job at UFC scoring judge after posting his analysis on Twitter. Oh, uh, side note, I've been drunk all week and have been listening to radio, so I've got to say headline. My God. Um, all right. Why do you think people do that? I mean, is there a reason why people just constantly want to score UFC fights on Twitter? I don't know. Maybe they're just trying Weird. to avoid conversations in the house. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's uh, what it is. Is that why? Okay. I don't know. I loved your last Instagram post, though. All right, here we go. Headliner lie here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jason oh. Brady Quinn's partner. By the way, if he if he gets this, is it over? Yeah, it's over. If he gets this, it's over. you got to be kidding me. All right, uh, Jason. All right. My God. <laughs> It's like a I'm human ready vi- to go. Ch-chum, ch-chum. He's like a human video game. All right, here we go. Jason it. in West Virginia. Headliner lie. A charity golf tournament in Dublin, Ohio, was shut down by police last Monday after there were complaints of a man with untied shoes looking over the stalls in the men's room. Uh, well, shoot. I, uh, that has to be a lie. <laughs> I have no idea. Luis, Luis can tie up, I believe, right? If my math is is correct. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yes, yeah. next three. So we can go All one right. more. He's All just right, got to get this right. That's right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's here go. we go. Headline or lie? Research shows that football players who tested negative for the coronavirus can't get the virus from tackling each other. Uh, that's a uh, lie. Wow. Are you kidding me? Wow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, uh, Luis, what was yeah. in that tequila? Radiator fluid? <laughs> well, I've been drinking rum earlier, too, so kind of good. Oh, okay. That's a good Sunday drink. <laughs> well, you know what? At least at least you still got your drinks, and uh, and we appreciate it. Uh, job well done. My gosh. Uh, by Jason in West Virginia. Luis, thanks for calling in, man. We, no, yeah, yeah, my favorite show. I love it, guys. Uh, listen, but, hey, yeah. hey, we appreciate it, Luis. Seriously, man, thanks so much for listening. By the way, the uh, past we two weeks, it. you've gotten absolutely mollywhopped. Like, not even close, pistol-whipped, whatever you want to call it. Like, none. Like, it's I've, been ugly. Oh, my God. By the way, and what the hell? Was dynamite. What were the noises that your partner was making? I, I have no idea, but I kind of respected it because I yeah. think it threw off your partner. I, I think it did. I'm yeah. a woman. I mean, he was like literally. He was questioning logic. That last headline it, was logical, and he just he had no idea. That that's what's happened because of COVID. We've all gone crazy. You know what it sounded like? The noises you're making. You remember those like uh, like? I thought he was. I thought he was Uncle Eddie. You know, you know from those, Christmas Vacation, and he was getting beamed up into like a spaceship. Those circular toys that you pull the string and they play animal sounds like wherever they land on. Like that's what it sounded like. Like you pulled the string and he was just playing a different sound. It's the most bizarre caller we've ever had. Good if for him. You though. don't get to break. Bobo's gonna pull your string. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Be the first time. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Stocks yeah, here yeah. on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, up next here on FSR, details on how you can get assaulted by Brady Quinn and myself right here on FSR. 
Oh, boy. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I mean. <laughs> I think we know what Bobo's doing after the show. Yeah. Oh, yep. He's yep. applying yep. for the uh, Chargers security guard job. He's all uh, revved up right now, if you know yeah, what I mean. I'm already sure retired is. from the Chargers security guard. He's uh, he's excited. <laughs> yeah. Sure you are. Yeah. yeah. Just just uh, wait two years in that relationship, then come yeah. back to us. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that got married. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No bleep. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Brady Quinn, how about live bet Jesus? Huh? Under four and a half. It should have been five. Under four and a half. And the Flyers and Canadians are still at one goal in that game. Yeah. That? Yeah. And there's a lot more goals to be scored. We'll see what happens. Playoff yeah. hockey. Kind of surprised the over-under was set that high. Uh, it was at four and a half with about yeah. three and change in the first period. Uh, clearly not much action, just like Jonas's uh, personal life. There you not go. Not much action has been going is. on so far in this game. There it is. Uh, there it is from Brady Quinn. Uh, by the way, um, with that game happening, if Live Bet Jesus wins a third hockey bet in a row, do you think there'll be a petition put out by Justin Fields to get uh, Live Bet Jesus's name changed to Ice Bet Jesus? Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, do you think uh, that'll happen? I'll put it this way. I'm not really sure that Live Bed Jesus will ever be anything other than Live Bed Jesus, who, yeah. who frequently comes here to place bets. Uh, I'm still questioning whether or not he's gotten two in a row right. I think he's gotten one. We'll see. We'll see about the third. We'll, we'll see yeah. if this works out. Uh, well, uh, here's uh, here's something that is important. All right, this is very very important, and I want everybody to listen. If you've ever wondered what it's like to get slapped around by a Notre Dame legend and a guy who used to stock shelves at Tuesday morning, your opportunity is upon you. All right, go to FoxSportsRadio.com. We've all been robbed of March Madness this year, Brady Quinn, but Fox Sports Radio has created our first ever NBA playoffs bracket challenge. So go to FoxSportsRadio.com right now or at any point over the weekend. So you've only got a couple of hours left to try and get these filled out and get them in. And you fill out your NBA playoffs bracket. You're going to compete against myself, Brady Quinn, other Fox Sports Radio hosts, and fellow listeners. And here's the best part the winning bracket is going to get a free westinghouse 50 inch roku tv so check out foxsportsradio.com to fill out your nba playoffs bracket because listen you too will just be another victim to the wrath of brady quinn and myself that's right i mean you deserve this all right uh, 2020 hasn't been bad enough come get your butt kicked by us here at the nba bracket yeah. challenge uh sure there's a chance you could win, win an awesome prize but the better chance is you just go ahead and get your butt kicked by us so feel free to join us come make hey. 2020 even better hey redo that say come get your ass kicked say it Say it. I dare you. I can't say that. Come on, I, can't. I dare you. I, dare, I can't. Say, 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 we, we, I have too many drops this year. Uh, come on. It's in my contract. It. I'm going to get fired. Come, come get your ass kicked. Seriously. Come on. Say <laughs> it. Please. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. 
Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> So what are the ramifications for the decision that was made in college football? Several are affected by it, if not more. We will dive into all of that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are hanging out with us here on a fine Sunday evening all across the country or listening on the podcast right now. And it's not Sunday evening. We appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, the pride of Dublin, Ohio, the great Brady Quinn. Jonas, it's been a blast so far. Uh, per the usual, uh, you lost the headliner lie. Uh, however, live bed Jesus, who you mentioned, uh, apparently is on a winning streak. Who would know? Uh, he loses so much, you almost think that's a fantasy. But uh, it, it seems like he's going to get another win tonight as the Flyers and the Canadians on a very low-scoring game right now. I believe it's the end of the second period. They're waiting to go into the third period. And the over-under set at 4.5. So yeah. another potential win 
for Live Bet Jesus, which seems like a miracle, uh, much like some of the other things we've discussed so far on tonight's show. Uh, yeah, we did talk about Alex Smith getting cleared uh, to practice, so we wait to see uh, how that looks. Uh, there's been a video that's been sent out by uh, the Washington football team. Um, proud of myself that I didn't call him the former name there. Just a broadcast right, professional right. here. Yeah, no it, it shows that you're civilized. Yeah. You, you've grown, you've matured, you've become more civilized. Yeah, no no big deal. Not, uh, not uh, out here trying to spread hate or fear, you know? Like, uh, like certain people, uh, how is that? I didn't say it. Yeah, he, he didn't say it. Yeah, I mean, that's, come on, Bobo. that's the point. Come on. Get out of my Bobo's face. Bobo's already triggered tonight. I don't know uh, what happened, but between the music and, and some other things going on, there, there's something going on after the show with Bobo. That's yeah. all I know. Damn right there is. Uh, uh, the the Washington uh, the Washington Snyders uh, might have themselves a little bit of a quarterback battle. But Brady Quinn, I want to start with this, all right? Because you pointed out when we were discussing the decision by the Big Ten and the Pac-12 to cancel football, there has now been a petition that's been put out by Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback. The fact that he has to do that is ridiculous. You've now got parents that are saying uh, and and complaining that the season has been canceled. And their big issue is what happened in six days? What what changed in six days? And, of course, what people are going to see, uh, want to run out there is, is, oh, well, they found out about the uh, the heart condition. Oh, you mean the heart condition that's always been there? You mean that one that, that, that that's not new? You mean that thing that's not new that's always been there? So, so parents are asking, what changed? What happened here? Why were we releasing a schedule? And then all of a sudden you're telling us we just can't have football in the fall. It's just not going to happen. So people are really bothered by it. People are pissed. I think players are pissed off. And you pointed out, look, it's going to affect people at the Big Ten Network, production jobs, all those people behind the scenes. They're now screwed. Here's the other people that it's going to affect. Um, and, and we're going to, and we can talk about the players on the field. Cause that's obviously what this is all about, but man, you're from Dublin and, and right near Columbus, Ohio, Yeah, all of yeah. those local businesses, oh, all dude, of those crushed. local buried, they're going to go out of business and, and they're not going to have an opportunity to come back based on the fact that, and, and I would argue that now this year is the best time to have one of those businesses because if they're not going to allow a bunch of people into those games, you know how college towns are. If you right. can't get into the game, the next best place to go if you're not tailgating is at a local bar. That's yeah. the point. Wrigleyville and outside Chicago, Wrigley Field, those places are, are, are going off at certain times to where they're doing it the right way, but it's an opportunity to the next best thing, can't get into the game, at least you're right outside the stadium. Those business owners in Ann Arbor, in Columbus, all of the Corvallis, all these places where that's that's their revenue stream. They rely on that to stay afloat. They're all going to go under because of what happened and the decisions that were made. You know, it, 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 it's extremely sad. And I think whether it's it, it's Larry Scott or Kevin Warren, when talking about the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, respectively, their, their conference commissioners, um, I'm sure that weighs heavily on them. However, I don't think they're focused on that. You know, I think their focus is the well-being of the players, um, the, the well-being of the, the coaches and all those involved. Uh, but, but as I said to you before, and as we've talked about, as testing has continued to improve, and, and we can't look at testing, by the way, as like a cure, right? You know, I think some people are like, oh, we, we find relief in testing because we know if we do or don't have it. Now, uh, testing has gotten more and more accurate as, as the NBA uh, point of contact saliva testing has shown. I believe the success or the accuracy is about 97 to 99% accurate. Um, and so they've proven that to a degree. 
where if you could have daily testing like that, uh, you can reassure these players who's got it, who doesn't, the day of the game. And so they're not intermingling or mixing with other guys uh, who do potentially have COVID. So you're, so you're limiting their risk. You're mitigating their risk. The, the problem I see is just the fact that you've got some hypocrisy. You've, you've got, in some cases, you know, institutions allowing students back on campus. And they're allowing student-athletes to be on campus. And yet they're not allowing them to play because they say, well, that's not safe. What's well, like, well, well, then what's your concern? Because the concerns I see or hear is always about, well, these are kids and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to go out and party and they're going to go to a house party and they're going to put themselves around all these other people who potentially have COVID. It's like, okay, well, how's that going to change now? They're not, right. Now they're not playing a season. How is that going right. to change then for them? And so if your concern was them getting COVID, if that's what this was all about, then how has that changed now that you took a season away from them and they're 18 to 22-year-old somethings who are running around now trying to find a good time? Because let's be honest, everyone could use a little bit of that right now, and they're young, and, and that's, what, that's what you do. And so the reality is, if they were actually playing, it'd probably be better off. They'd be more focused. Their time would be consumed with football. And the people they'd be playing against would all be under the same strict protocols. And we wouldn't have this issue when talking about local economies tanking because of all this. So, look, it's a sad day. Uh, it's unfortunate. I think it's even more unfortunate that they think there's going to be a spring season. I mean, like the ideas thrown around about happening. that. When you and I talked about it at length, like we want to talk about player safety. Like you get people who are so fearful of a season occurring during COVID well, it's like, well, what's going to be different in the spring then? Yeah. Why, why are you championing that narrative? Either A, from a physical standpoint of them get, you know, having the wear and tear of two seasons in one calendar year, which I can't imagine parents or coaches would feel comfortable with, or B, there's still being a chance they could get COVID. So uh, there's, there's so many different ways you could slice this up. No matter how you talk about it, though, if you're going to, if you're going to make a decision, I think this is what bothered me the most, is take into account the player's the parents and make sure they're informed. You know, if you're if you're the, all the presidents within the Big Ten or the you know chancellors and Kevin Warren, their commissioner, if you found a study from Duke and it, and it says okay, there may be long term potential um, damage done to your heart due to COVID. This is one study now. It's one study, and and, I, and so we can't necessarily draw like all these conclusions to it just off one study. Which is why I think I would preach patience and want to see more data. Want to see more studies. But if that was your reasoning, then supply all the parents with that information. Make sure those young men understand. They're 18. They're old enough to know this stuff and read this stuff and see it and help make a decision on their own, right? One of the biggest decisions you can make in your life is where you choose to go play college football. And if you can make that decision, I think you can also put some thought into whether or not you want to play during everything right now with the information you're given. And so that's what I think bothered me the most is it seemed to catch everyone off guard, at least in regards to the Big Ten, when they decided to cancel. And so we could talk about how the local economies are impacted and everything else, but the bottom line is the young men, the parents who sacrificed so much to give them this chance, those are the people that weren't fed the information. And I get why they're petitioning. I get their frustration because they weren't given enough information and they weren't a part of the process. When you listen to Bob Bowlesby speak for the Big 12, he talks about players. He talks about parents. He talks about schools getting feedback because ultimately, if things go wrong down the road, 
those are the people who will be coming back and suing you. Yeah. And so it's like you should have their input one way or another, whether they're for or against, you should gauge that feeling. And I just I don't know that the Pac-12 or Big Ten did any of that when it came down to it. And here's the other part of it that I was that I've been thinking about this entire time. One of my, one of my, and this just sort of is a tie into all this and, and one of my core beliefs. One of the reasons I don't like social media Instagram, most notably, is because I don't like the idea of putting on a face. It's it's not the real you. It's what you want people to see. It's what you're allowing people to see. It's not really you. So you can make it seem like you're having the best time in the world and you're completely happy. And then you find out that's not the case. Well, the people that that affects are the people that don't have any of those things. So if you're somebody who's struggling financially, you don't have certain things. The only thing worse than not having those things is seeing somebody who, whether they for real or, or if it's all fake, whether they do have those things. And I bring all that to, to say all this. If I'm a guy, if I'm a player in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, and I got one opportunity, one last chance to go out there and play football, and you know the numbers, the percentages, majority of these guys in, in college football. 99% aren't going to the NFL. They're not going to the NFL. 99%. This is, this is their last chance. You know what's worse than having it ripped away from me without having to get a say in the matter over a virus that when you get it, 99 plus percent of the time you survive it. You know what's worse than that? The fact that a month from now, I'm going to turn on my television and I'm going to see other people get to do what I can't do and I didn't have a say in the matter. That would devastate me. I, that would completely break my heart. And those are the kids that I feel bad for. And I think majority, 9 out of 10, if not 10 out of 10, of kids playing football in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 want to play, know the risks, and are willing to go out there and do it. And it was taken from them, and that pisses me off. I'm with you on that. And I think the thing, other thing that really ticks me off is you've got a bunch of people in the media who are writers who are acting like they're holier than thou, like all of a sudden they've got their PhD and they, they went to med school and they're giving advice like they know anything more than any of us. And I can't stand it because they don't have the perspective. A lot of these these nerds or a lot of these people who are writing this stuff, <laughs> no, no, this fires me up. And, and I, know, I know that sounds... Um, you know, I, I, I understand how that sounds. Who cares? But, Let it but rip. that's the re- no, that's the reality of it because these guys have never put themselves in their position. They've never sacrificed the way these guys have to get to this point, and they don't know everything that went into it from their standpoint, from their parents' standpoint. Like that's the thing that irks me is is, is being like looking back on on everything my parents did just to allow me to have a shot. That's what kills me is as much as it's about the student athletes, it's also about those parents. And I know how hard my parents worked just to give me a chance and an opportunity. And to think if someone was to rip that away and to think about all the people who are writing stuff out there and and how and, and basically one in particular that I just sent you calling people dumb, calling people asinine for wanting to play football. Here's the issue is they don't have that perspective. They've never cared, sacrificed, or loved anything so much like the game of football where they can have an understanding of it, yet they're making a career out of it and they're writing about it like they have any clue whatsoever. That's what ticks me off right now about this whole situation. And, and I don't know, and, and that's well said, and, and I don't know, and you've talked about this before, how a lot of people think, oh, Notre Dame is just fancy, preppy, rich kids. Man, my ass. I would venture to guess, I, I know your struggles. I know how hard 
hard it was for you to go back for your for your final year in college when financially it made sense for you to come out and help the family. You've told me about stuff like that off the air, but it's just it, it's the fact that we're, we're, we're talking about um, uh, all of these kids and these kids who want an opportunity to play and people keep pointing out all the bad news and what could go wrong and what could happen here and what could go there. If you just watched episode one of Hard Knocks, how you could think that going to play football was dangerous for your health and the Power Five or in the NFL, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what more they could possibly do for you to understand they have put these kids in positions to succeed. And with more and more of these tests coming out, I would have no issue. And if I were a parent, if I were a parent, I would have no problem sending my kid out there to play. Zero problem whatsoever. I think most parents would agree. These universities can do more for the kids than they can. That is the reality of it. The, the different um, you know, medical care, the, the nutrition, everything else that, that these universities are providing, it is better than what they can actually provide. And these universities do have their best interest in mind. Contrary to what, whatever the, the players united or the BS that was out there, contrary to any of that crap, these universities do. And, and people can talk about all oh, exploiting student-athletes. We can have that whole conversation whenever you want. But as you pointed out, uh, even, even if you wanted to go down that road, one name, image, and likeliness is coming. It's going to even that out. And on top of it, 99% of the guys who play, if it's, if it's college football per se, since that's what we're, we're talking about, 99% of those guys you know, are, are, are not creating greater value than what they're being provided with their scholarship. That's just the facts. That, that is just the reality of it. So, you know, this is something where these universities are, you know, providing everything for these young men to give them an advantage in the future. And I think, you know, to take this all away from them, it's extremely detrimental. And we're not going to know as much, much like we're not going to know the long term effects of COVID until we get down the road. We're also not going to lo- know the long term effects of what we're doing by taking away the game of football, by taking away the businesses, by how it's going to impact people financially. We're not going to know that until five, ten years down the road, too, when we see some people having a hard time getting back on track through all this. Hey, let me tell you something. If I find out later on in life that because I wore a headphones for work for a living and talked into a mic that, that it did permanent damage to my ears, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to file a lawsuit against Fox Sports Radio. Hey, man, right. you run the risk. This this right. is part of the deal. That's part of it. Like, That's it part happens. of how it works, man. It, it, this is how it works. Here's, the, here's my, my favorite part before we get to break. And he's spot on when he said this. Barrett Sully of CBSSports.com sent a tweet out this week, and he said, watch for some smear campaign stuff. Watch for some negative reporting from out west or maybe in Big Ten country against the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 trying to get their seasons canceled because theirs were too. And it's already happening. It is already happening. I knew it was going to happen because people have agendas and they're trying to push whatever's best for them and siding with their own conference. Basically, if we can't have it, then neither can you. That's the one thing to watch out for. And it's already happening. No, it is. I mean, I sent you an article now. I'm not going to go into naming names. You you can do that if you want. But um, it's it's the dumbest thing. And and, and, what we're going to see it because that's how that's how that's how this whole COVID-19 and 2020 is affecting everyone. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, uh, there is a uh, a quarterback, a backup quarterback in the NFL who could find himself a starter very, very soon. Find out who we're talking about next year on FSR. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. 
Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> that guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up here in, we'll call it a little over five minutes from now here on FSR, we will have another edition of Over-Unders here on Fox Sports Radio, where we tell you what will happen in the days ahead in the world of sports. So that'll be coming up a little over five minutes from now on FSR. It's a good song. Yeah, that is a good song. It's it's a good beat. It's a good beat. It's it's a good song, like in your free time, hanging out, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if anyone has any plans uh, on our show after the show tonight. It seems like someone does. I could, I just envision you and like Jake and Herdo and Gus at the squat rack with this song playing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> what? I just, I don't know why. It's just, that's what I envision. 
here on FSR. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, uh, before we get to uh, this discussion about uh, a coach in the NFL who pulled this same sort of shenanigans with you before the draft, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Blue Emo Maximum Pain Relief. It works fast. You won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended, odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's a simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink. Uh, one of my favorite stories that you've told, and you've told a lot of good stories on the air before. Uh, you've also told a lot of bad ones. But that's one true. of the uh, one of yeah, the uh, better true. the better stories that you told me was before the draft. John Gruden made you think that there was no way that you weren't getting taken by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, he, <laughs> you talk about, it was a level of ball washing that you had not seen. And apparently, John Gruden's doing the same thing again because he was enamored. He found Marcus Mariota dazzling at practice earlier this week. Now, uh, some other reports out there, uh, reports uh, that the uh, Derek Carr uh, fan club uh, really, really took, uh, took a liking to, was that Marcus Mariota struggled in practice that according to uh, Vinny Bonsignere, who covers the uh, the Raiders for The Athletic. But nonetheless, Gruden's at least thrown it out there that Marcus Mariota has at least shown glimpses of the premier Mariota that we've seen occasionally in the NFL. He's just planting seeds, okay? Planting seeds, much like a lot of this crew on our show back in their single days. Uh, he's planting the seed that, look, if Derek Carr doesn't play up to snuff or up to his expectations that they have for him, they feel comfortable in giving Marcus Mariota an opportunity. And I think that's one of the reasons why they brought him in. And look, he witnessed it firsthand himself last year, how that works with Ryan Tannenhill. But in regards to my history with John Gruden and what was said and and really how he's conducted himself, whether he was a broadcaster or since then, I mean, he's typically an overly complimentary guy and, and he tends to do this. So it, it doesn't come as a surprise. I think the interesting thing is going to be we don't have a preseason that should take some pressure off Derek Carr, because if we did, I think we'd all assume if Carr played or played at all, he'd be playing with the ones. Mariota would be at the twos. I would think Marcus Mariota would look really good running the twos throughout the course of four preseason games. This is actually a, so. This is actually a good thing for Derek Carr that he doesn't have to like, see Marcus Mariota driving the ball up and down the field and making plays with the twos while he's meanwhile made to get his opportunity. You're just waiting for the season to start. So it's it's actually maybe a blessing in disguise that they don't have preseason games for that reason. Uh, but as far as what he'll be once he gets in, I mean, Marcus Mariota has got to take some big strides uh, if he wants to supplant what Derek Carr has been, at least as a quarterback from a passing perspective. Because you know, if you have an if you have an issue with Derek Carr and what he's done, um, you know, you're gonna have a bigger issue with Marcus Mariota then, because Derek Carr has performed at a much higher level at this league throwing the football uh, than I think from what we've seen from Marcus Mariota throwing the football. I would agree. I think Derek Carr's had a much better career than Marcus Mariota. I, I like Derek Carr probably a lot more than, than most people do, but it's not about whether or not I like him or anybody else likes him. It's about whether or not it's it's a fit for John Gruden, and it just has felt awkward. It just it just doesn't feel right. There's something that's not there. Um, I, I We were talking yesterday, Bucky Brooks and myself, to Adam Kaplan, who said from people he's talked to that cover the Raiders, one of their big issues is that Derek Carr doesn't wait for the play to develop. He almost gets rid of the ball too quick. 
and and makes decisions too quick and that that's frustrated coaches and and I don't know you know uh, if if you know if that's true if that's if that's just something that's being thrown out there but it just feels like when you go out to to bring a guy in, they gave Marcus Mariota real money. Mike Mayock loved Mariota. He had him number one on it, on his quarterback draft list coming out of the draft when he was working for NFL Network. I'm I'm just saying right now, I think Mariota's going to get a shot sooner rather than later with the Raiders. I really think it's going to happen. Well, I think it could happen because if you look at that division too, they've got their work cut out for them. You get the defending Super Bowl champs in your division. You got to play them twice. You get the Broncos who look like they're on the up and up too. Uh, talk with someone who's within that organization, and they feel like his in, in his words, they got some juice. <laughs> like like they they're they're going to be able to they're going to be able to put up some points and be able to do some stuff on offense. And I think we know their defense. When you got a guy like Von Miller, uh, they're going to be effective. They got to play them twice. So there's a quarter of your schedule versus team that I think on paper are, are probably better than you. Um, and, and maybe that's unfair to the Raiders, but you know they've got a lot of young players. And so they're hoping for some you know, maturity coming from some of those young guys and then some of these rookies being able to step in in a year where they don't have much, much of an opportunity to practice to have the impact they're hoping for. So we'll see if they can accomplish that. And, and look, the Chargers have, I think, a better defense than the Raiders. No one's going to question that. Yeah. I think the real question becomes what does that offense look like? And how competitive those two teams will be in comparison to one another. So, look, they got a tough division. And I think if they get off to a bad start, you know, you look, look at last year. Marcus Mario was benched after six games. You know, that's usually about the window you see or that you get uh, by that point where you say, if we're going to make a change, we got to do it now. Because if we wait any longer, we're not going to even be in consideration for that playoff hunt. And I'm sure John Gruden's going to want to make an opportunity or at least, you know, give Marcus Mariota an opportunity to make a run. Uh, we're going to do our NFL picks, our division picks, uh, you know, playoffs, Super Bowl, all that stuff coming up before the start of the season. But if you were to pick right now, who's finishing last in the AFC West? I think it's got a likelihood to be the Chargers. And the reason being is just you're going to have a transition from Tyrod Taylor to Justin Herbert at some point. You know, when you take Justin Herbert where you do in the draft, I know Anthony Lynn likes Tyrod Taylor. I like Tyrod Taylor. But the reality is, especially now with the way the new draft has been or since um, we, we've slotted the draft, teams are much more apt to get these guys in there their rookie year. They don't want to wait. So I think there's a strong likelihood that Herbert goes in as a rookie and, and we'll see how that goes. You know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But but I, I do think Derek Carr, I don't think he's going to struggle. I think I'm, I'm much more bullish on Derek Carr than I think a lot of other people. I think he's going to have a good year. I think they've got a lot of weapons. And I, I don't, you know, I think at some point maybe Mario will get a chance, but that might be more due to injury than actually bad play from Carr. Uh, I, I kind of foresee that more playing out that way. Uh, Brady Quentin Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we've got another edition of Over-Unders. We will tell you what is going to happen in the world of sports and beyond over the next several days. It's yours next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, including how many goals weren't scored in that <laughs> hockey game that was bet on earlier, Steve DeSager. Still going under 10 minutes to go in the top seed in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia, thanks to a goal about five minutes in is still up one nothing over the Montreal Canadiens. Having looked it up, this team, the Flyers, in their first four games in the bubble, 
They allowed only one goal each of those first four games. This would put them up two games to one in the first round series against Montreal. The late game about to start, St. Louis against Vancouver. Chicago stayed alive, beating the top seed in the West Vegas 3-1. to one. Overtime wins for the Islanders and Dallas. The NBA playoffs start tomorrow. Denver opens the league's postseason schedule on Monday against Utah, a day game. Utah Jazz guard Mike Conley left the NBA's bubble for the birth of his child, returning to Columbus, Ohio. Conley will likely miss the first three playoff games against Denver Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All the series have games every other day in the first round. No travel. Houston says guard Russell Westbrook with his quad injury will miss at least game one against Oklahoma City. The Sunday night ball game at Yankee Stadium went to New York over Boston 4-2. The Yankees have won five straight this past week. In fact, head-to-head against the Red Sox, the Yankees have won nine games in a row and 14 of their last 15 matchups. Oakland, a 15-3 winner at San Francisco today. The A's have won four straight. Dodgers won their fifth in a row, 8-3 over the Angels in Anaheim. Colorado and Arizona each with home victories. Tampa Bay beat Toronto twice in Buffalo. Milwaukee edged the Cubs 6-5 in Chicago. The Cubs offense went 4-for-30 with 16 strikeouts. Houston won its fourth game in a row 3-2 over Seattle and the White Sox 7-2 winners against St. Louis. The White Sox hit four consecutive home runs in the fifth inning. That ties the major league record. The Cardinals rented 41 cars to drive the nearly 300 miles to play in Chicago this weekend. Yesterday, the Cards played their first games this month. Their record was 2-3 and three for the season until yesterday. The Reds' home games today and last night were postponed against Pittsburgh after a Cincinnati player tested positive for COVID-19. The Reds are scheduled to fly to Kansas City on Tuesday morning and start a two-game series in KC that night. Back to the show in 10 seconds. First word from Mako. Are you tired of staring at that dent? At Mako, getting collision repaired is as easy as book, quote, fix. Come to Mako for a collision repair backed by our best price guarantee. Uh Uh-oh, better get Mako. And some items about the weather, since I know Jonas Knox is probably, you know, freezing, chilled right now with his uh, home studio. uh, At at nearby Reseda, California, near our studios, the high temperature over the next four days will average 103 degrees. I looked it up. Vegas is going to average 113 for the week. And the organization that keeps track of the nation's daily high and low temperatures has reported tonight that in the appropriately named Death Valley, California, they topped out today at 130 degrees, 130. According, it's, it's a dry heat. That's Steve. right. It's Relax. just a dry, it's a dry heat. heat. Okay. According to the World Meteorological Organization, now the hottest temperature ever recorded was 134 at Death Valley over a century ago. 130 today there wow back to you let me tell you something there's no more miserable feeling in the world than being in Reseda at a stoplight with no air conditioner in august it is depressing and you look around and all you see are donut shops and liquor stores it is so depressing now you know how daniel larusa felt the karate yeah. kid there you see, you go. see what i mean yep see that's what right. i mean that's right god Do you imagine miserable. him waxing on waxing off on a hot day uh, yeah. like that <laughs> Absolutely. i can't yeah I can't. oh come on that wasn't dirty that was there was zero intentions for that to be taken the wrong way uh, bobo's got a foul mind uh, by I'm the way telling uh, you, this guy there's something going on after the show yeah. tonight 
better believe there is. If it's a horse uh, race or what's going on, but we, we are going to uh, the ponies, <laughs> the ponies. Uh, we are uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Uh, while Bobo gets ready for dough roller Sundays, uh, it's time for Brady Quinn and I to do this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee DeLapp, who is pissed off at El Pollo Loco, the fast food chain. Lee, what's happening? You're damn right I am. I've, uh, I've been in a bit of a scuffle with El Pollo Loco today. Uh, Bobo could tell you all about that, but... Uh... Why don't you tell us all about it? <laughs> all right. You need to explain this because I'm still a bit confused by, by the whole entire situation. All right. Well, one of my weekly go-tos is the El Pollo Loco, or should I say El Pollo Loco, not the because it's El the, Pollo Loco. It's the only thing affordable next to the yeah, studio. Redundant, Let's be right? honest. Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. That That is true. So I, I typically order a side of black beans, but uh, to my face, they've been what telling shock. me. Yeah, right. Uh, but to my face, they've been telling me recently that they don't carry black beans, that it's not on their menu, even though it's clearly on the menu. It's got a picture and everything. Um, so, okay, I let it go. I uh, I walked away twice this week, but then I come into the studio today, and what do I see other than Bobo with a side of black beans? I said, oh, they must have gotten black beans back on the menu. So I go over there, and uh, straight to my face, still again, yeah, we don't carry that. What? So I come back, and I... <laughs> you think of what I'm thinking, Brady? <laughs> I am. Oh, I, I think I know what's happening. Okay. Bobo only, I heard Bobo only got a half order, though. Oh, God. <laughs> I walked into that one. Okay. So, so I, I got to be careful where I walk here. Okay. So, 50% off. Lee. So, Bo, so Bobo's kind enough to lend me. Oh, God. How do I? I can't I would go just anywhere stand. from here. I would okay. just stand, Lee. I would not walk into anything right now. So I, I bring the black beans back to the El Pollo Loco, showing them. <laughs> Did you really? I can't. I can't. I can't do this. I don't know how to go forward. Okay. Long story short, he takes the black beans back. They tell him, you didn't get those here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like he takes That's my amazing. order of black. I had eaten half of them. Uh-huh. And he takes the canister <laughs> back over there. Like, look, these, I just, my coworker just got these. They tell him that he didn't get those from here. <laughs> Did you really only eat half of them? Like, yeah, I had literally about half of them. It ain't his choice. Don't blame him, Brady. Then I go over there and do the same thing, place the order. Then I go over there and they give me pinto beans without asking. Then I go over there like I order black. We don't carry them. I said, I have them in my hand. You didn't get those from here. I just left here. Like, seriously? <laughs> that That's one of the most bizarre stories I've ever heard. That is the weirdest thing ever, which it is on their menu. So it's a bit bizarre, but I, I don't know. It's more bizarre you took the black beans back to that show is, them. I know. Because what that you're not going to do is tell me that y'all don't carry them, and I just got them like 15 minutes before that. Oh, no, sir. You didn't get that from here. No chance. That's no exactly chance. what he said. in the El Pollo Loco cup? A little bowl? Yeah. And the, the I didn't let him touch them, but the damn canister was still warm, so I just got them. The beans were crazy still times, crazy yeah, times in COVID. It is, it is crazy times. Uh, do we have time for over unders now? <laughs> yep. Just, hurry up. Uh, all right. All right. Let's go. Let's. All right, you guys. Got to start with a question here. Uh, is a bike ride a workout? Yeah. Depends. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if it's is it leisure or is it actually like a, you're actually going to cycle? Well, that we have to go to Bobo for. Leisure. Because last week we had asked two and a half workout videos we would see posted by Bobo this week. There was definitely two workout videos. 
And there was a third, lots of photos, by the way, lots of photos, but those don't count. But a third on a bike. And I guess we'll go to Bobo if that was leisure or workout. It was leisure. Man. I didn't count then. Did he have a seat? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count as a workout then. Well, in, right. that, well, in that case, we have a sweep, you guys, because Brady had guessed under two and a half workout videos. Oh, man, this is such BS. And he also guessed cool. under one and a half right, playing games in the week. West. All right, so okay, cool. we all know. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We all, all right, know the Blazers won, so right, Brady with the sweep. sweep. Right, they did cool. win. All right, come on, Lee. We're up against the clock here. Let's fire this up. Uh, up against the clock. You guys were right last week that there would be under three and a half Power Five conferences that opted out of football in the fall. So I got to ask again this week, at a half, number of Power Five conferences that opt out of college football under. in the fall. Under. Under. Yeah. There's right. a red light, and they've got their foot on the gas. Under. I think they're only learning more information either about what they don't know or that whatever alarmed them before maybe isn't quite as alarming as more information comes out. Like like the heart disease, for example, they attributed to COVID. Now some people are saying, well, it could also be a result of having the common cold. That could be a byproduct, too. So... There's all sorts of stuff we're, we're still trying to figure out and learn from it. All right, you guys, the NBA playoffs tip off this week, and players are actually allowed to invite up to four members into the bubble. So I ask you this, number of NBA players that test positive for COVID this week at a half? Oh, over. Granted, we have zero over. positive tests this week. I'm going to hey, go Jonas, under. Over. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. Because they've got to test these people when they come in, right? That is true. Yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm going to go under. I'm not a doomsdayer like Brady Quinn. I'm going to go under. You. I'm not trying to be doomsday. I'm just saying. Dodd, Florio, all you guys. I'm going to go under. Oh, you named it. <laughs> all right, you guys. I don't know if you know about this, but the budding rivalry between Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren of the Pacers, Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat, uh, started off earlier this year, and they're playing off in the first round of the playoffs. Number of technical fouls between Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren this week at a half. I'll take the over on that. I'll take the over. By the way, did you see he's selling cups of coffee for twenty bucks from his room? Jimmy Who Butler is. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Is he really? For Good twenty for him. bucks. <laughs> twenty bucks. Good for him. And you want people to buy them? From- There's that spaceship. Uh, I'll take the under, Lee. <laughs> Give me the under. I think they'll keep it together. All right, you guys, off to NASCAR, which we haven't visited in a while. Number uh, Odd or even, winner of the NASCAR race at Dover International Speedway this week. Even. Odd. Even. Look at that. I'll take odd. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. You know? oh. All right. And lastly, you guys, rounds between Frankie Edgar and Frankie Muniz, I mean Pedro Munoz on UFC Fight <laughs> Night this week. Can you say that again? Frankie Munoz. Frankie Muniz. I mean... Pedro Munhoz and Frankie Edgar on UFC Fight Night, three and a half rounds. Lee, this week. read that over one more time without butchering everyone's name involved. Rounds between Frankie Edgar and Pedro Munhoz on UFC Fight Night this week, three and a half. Oh man, unbelievable! Man, he doesn't get his black beans, and the world is his. He's <laughs> in trouble, man. Oh um, man. <laughs> I will say, uh, go ahead, Brady. You're the you're the UFC guy. You're always scoring. What, what was it set at? Over under there? Three and a half. You're always. Scoring uh, I'm gonna take Twitter. the over. Yeah. Yeah. Always scoring fights on Twitter. What did Brady take, by the way? <laughs> I, I took the over. All right, I'll take the. Uh, over. I had it at 49.46. If you, just if you're asking me. Thank yeah. you. I had it. You don't. Know you don't. You don't go on Twitter except to see what I tweet. That pisses me off. Uh, I will take the underly. 
Yeah. 49-46, Stipe. I'm just, right. I'm just saying. There it goes. There yep. he is, everybody. Oh. All right. Uh, Thank you, Lee. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, uh, your chance, your final chance to get embarrassed by Brady Quinn and myself. Find out how here on FSR. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. If you missed any of the show previously... Check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It will be up later on tonight after the show is over. Uh, so we will. Uh, you can uh, find out all the uh, shenanigans, uh, inside jokes that were told earlier, why those jokes were told, so on and so forth. I will also tweet out a link tomorrow. Brady Quinn will not. Uh, all right. Um, That's correct. Chris Plank, Arnie Spanier. We'll be joining you here coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Arnie Spanier, who uh, is beloved Arizona Wildcats of the Pac-12, will not be playing football this year. So uh, Arnie will uh, have to find uh, another team to watch lose uh, over the next several months here. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Brady Quinn, we are going to beat some people up. Not actually, just, you know, I, I guess, you know, on online, if you could put it that way. Yeah, no, me- mentally, though, like, yeah. mentally, they're going to yeah. feel it. They're going to feel, you know, really the beating that, that we give them from our NBA bracket challenge. Like, yeah. that is what – do I have to go online to do that, by the way? Yeah. How, how can I get that done? All right, so here's how you do it. We were all robbed of March Madness, but Fox Sports Radio is here to save the day. We've created our first ever NBA playoffs bracket challenge. All right. So go to FoxSportsRadio.com right now. All right. You have until the end of the weekend, which depending on where you're at, I mean, it could be uh, in an hour. You just you never know. So you need to get in there while the getting is good at FoxSportsRadio.com and fill out your NBA playoffs bracket. You're going to compete against guys like Brady Quinn, myself, other Fox Sports Radio hosts, producers, editors, anchors, you name it at FoxSportsRadio.com and fellow listeners, all right? And here's the best part. The winning bracket gets a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV. So check out FoxSportsRadio.com now to fill out your NBA playoffs bracket. Go to FoxSportsRadio.com to do it. So there's that, Brady Quinn. Well done. Well Daniel. done. It's almost like you're reading that off a sheet or something. No, I don't even. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, no. Somebody screams something in my ear, but but for whatever reason, my my voice is going out on me, and I, I don't know. I don't know why this is the case. My voice continues to go. Um, Steve Desager, could you help me out on something here? And, and I hate to put you on the spot like this. I I, I yeah. hate to bring you on, Steve, because mm-hmm. uh, the last thing I want to do is have you give out the result of that hockey game that Live Bet Jesus picked. <laughs> what, what ended up happening in that game, Steve? Uh, we're going to have to say every Sunday night, stick to hockey. That is, that is oh, going to be the phrase. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. Flyers I mean, won nothing this final has, over has Montreal. I, has ice ever Jonas. been so hot? Happy birthday, Congratulations. Brady. Well, no, that's why he's a loser. <laughs> Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. 
Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 